can't smell, taste, or see. Clean water, it's not a luxury. Get a free water test today at thesourceh2o.com. The water technicians at the Source H2O can help you understand if there are any long or short-term health impacts from consuming the water you currently source. Get a free water test today at thesourceh2o.com. We're here in the shop at Farland Classic Restoration in Englewood. Here's the owner, Jack Farland. Jack, you guys win some serious car awards. What's what's the latest? Well, we finished the 1961 Ferrari convertible that won a platinum award at Cavallino in Florida. It also won an award for the best restoration in the show. That's kind of like the Oscars for classic Ferraris, isn't it? That's pretty much it, exactly. Our restorations do very well at places like Pebble Beach and Amelia Island. So all those other major shows in this serious car collector world. That's impressive. Um, how long has the shop been around? We've been in business for 27 years, so we've been here a while. And our guys are really the best around. If I look around, I'm seeing Porsches, Ferraris, Mercedes, and some really impressive muscle cars. We work on many different investment-level classics. We do everything under one roof. And you have a showroom with classics for sale? Yes, that's right. Look under Cars for Sale at FarlandCars.com or on Facebook under Farland Classic Restoration. KKSE. Parker. Denver. Home of the Nuggets. Home of the Avalanche. Altitude 950. Denver's all-sports station. Live from the Altitude 950 studios, the Vic Lombardi Show starts now. Hello and welcome to the Vic Lombardi Show. You're approaching the station for all A-gates. Millennials, it's time to get off the train. Jesse, H.W. and Marty, beat it. Please, keep clear of the doors. We're approaching the exit for all B-gates. All those who have never once been wrong in their life, please exit the train. Manchester, that's you. Out. Now approaching the terminal, all sports radio show hosts who did not win the DIA voice contest, please exit the train. You know who I'm talking about. See ya, Vic. Here comes Forsberg down the right wing to the Avalanche zone. Got around Retton. Forsberg down deep with a shot. Score! Right along the ice and in. It's an overtime win for the Nashville Predators. I don't like Moj's enunciation of that goal. Usually when the opposing team scores, it's score. Did you hear how underneath he was a bit excited there? Mm, I was listening to it live in the car, and it it seemed at the time like it was classic Moj. Now, I don't know, dude. It? I don't know. I don't know. Jesse, can we hear that one more time? I thought this was a little too animated for Moshe for an opposing team's goal. Needless to say, a game-winning goal. Forsberg down deep with a shot. Score! Yeah. No. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah. There was excitement there. You're right. Mike Haynes is famous for those. Shot score. Well, and Moshe, too. We played a bunch of them last week, and he was just so... Score. But yesterday, you're right. He had a little bit of uh, excitement there. I think he was caught up in the moment. Yeah. That well, was a disappointing finish. It was disappointing, but I almost blame myself. Abs fans, hockey guy, if you're listening, I blame myself for the tweet that I sent about 35 minutes prior to that game-winning goal. When the Avs found themselves down, they were down in that game. Yeah, yeah. Two to one. Yeah. And I and I tweeted, no, I'm sorry. The Avs had just tied it 2-2. And I tweeted, all right, if I gave you one point right now and one point only, would you take it? A lot of people got greedy. 
lot of people got green. Why did you even float that out there? I know. Why? I know. That was Especially bad. after that game tying goal. I mean, that was. Yeah, that was bad. Well, fluky. after the, after the goal by Rantanen and the Avs are up, you're thinking, oh wow. Wow. This is special. They're going to get all eight points on this homestand. Wow. They and then the final minute. Seven out of eight. Yeah. So today, uh, we opened, we had the new Roach open, which was fantastic, mm-hmm. by the way. Marty, I think Marty wrote all of that. That was Marty, very way well to done. go. Very well written, very well executed. You missed it last week there, HW. Welcome back, by the way. We had Roach on the show to congratulate him for the train thing. And he was happy enough and, um, privileged enough. To do our vo- voice open. Yeah, well, I appreciate uh, the welcome back. I was tracking the train contest, and I must admit I had conspiracy theories for days yeah. about why the results took so long. But, you know, you're being gracious so, about it, so I guess I should be too. We played the new Roach Open and then immediately went to hockey. Mm-hmm. Is that soon enough for hockey guy? I mean, that was right out of the gate. Yeah. I don't want to. Well, we'll see. Okay. We'll see. Let me All see. Right. Do I have a text yet? No. <laughs> By the way, the Avs game. And the F situation, the subject of my piping hot oh, take coming excellent. up a little bit later. Excellent. What the Avs need down the stretch. What they desperately need and don't have down the stretch. Qu- my hot take. Quick programming note on that front. I know normally people kind of set their calendars and set their alarms at, mm-hmm. hey, 7.15, it's hot take time. We have Nuggets head coach Michael Malone at yes. 7.15. So hot takes will be at 7.30. Which gives me a little more time to do my Roger Bannister research because we have a special edition of The More You Know coming up at 9 o'clock. Wait, so I left and you became the producer? It seemed like it. Yes. And, man, the show went It was smoothly rock solid last week, last week man. Woo! Some of our finest shows yeah, ever. I heard you guys debated a baseball coach all week. <laughs> so I'm sure it was just great. I don't know. We were told by random people some of the <laughs> finest shows, some of the most well-produced, executed shows yeah. we've had here in years. And you guys didn't know who Jerry Rice was? That, that was another fun one. Yeah. I got every receiver who won an MVP in the Super Bowl except Jerry Rice, Ooh. the greatest receiver of all time. That no, sounded fun. I kind of missed it. I, I kind of didn't. The fact you're still thinking about that bothers me. Happy Monday, March 5th, 2018. As uh, Manchester just alluded to yesterday, one of the greats of all time, Sir Roger, Sir Roger Bannister, passed away. And when I say one of the greats of all time, you think about heroic athletes and people who have achieved a certain milestone or broken a certain record. His record that he broke, his milestone, the first sub-four-minute mile in the history of man, you tell me where that ranks in terms of all-time records. It'll be the subject of our Power 5 a little bit later. Right now, let's kick things off with our big news right now. What big headlines? The big story we're following this morning. What caught everyone's attention? The big news right now. Homeboys tied it at two apiece and then a perfectly executed power play goal as Nathan McKinnon slices across the center of the ice and finds Miko Rantanen who goes down to one knee for the go-ahead goal. McKinnon back up top for Barry. Abs are set up. Back to the near side. McKinnon walks top of the slot. Far circle. Shot score! Miko Rantanen! Miko Rantanen, the one-timer from the dot. It's a power play goal. And the Avs have taken the 3-2 lead. Miko! Too bad they couldn't finish. Excuse me! That was a sneeze. You all right? Yeah, I'm all right. 
Unfortunately, Nashville scores two straight. One to tie it, one to win it. Here's Jared Bednar on the loss. You know, it's pretty pretty good all around effort from our group. You know, pretty tight contest, and you know they get it, catch a break at the end, and tie it up, and end up getting the extra point. So it's disappointing not to get the two, because I thought we played well enough to get the two, and you're leading late. But good job by our guys coming back in the third period. Happy to get seven of eight points on that homestand. Pretty well done. Uh, still a bit out of the uh, wild card spot. They got to have game in hand on the L.A. Kings. What is the latest there on those wild card standings? Looks like to me that the Kings are up a point, correct? Is that the case? The Kings at 77, the Avs at 76, but luckily the Avs do have a game in hand on those L.A. Kings. The Nuggets win. The Nuggets win their fourth straight road game. That hasn't happened in five years, sports fans. That hasn't happened since 2013. They win back-to-back games, Memphis and Cleveland. And here's what they did by winning in Cleveland. Remember when I told you guys, after that Clippers loss, as devastating as that was, now they have to make up for it by winning a game they're not supposed to win? That was that game. Nuggets win in Cleveland. Harris has it behind the three-point line. Eight seconds on the shot clock. Takes a three-pointer. G-Money again dials it up, a deep one. And the Nuggets lead it by seven. And that'll get the fans up and headed to the exits here at the queue. Good night, everybody. Thank you, Cos. G-Money, Gary Harris, six three-pointers in that game. He had 32 points as a team. The Nuggets had 19 triples. That's how they beat Cleveland in Cleveland. We'll visit with uh, Michael Malone here in about eight minutes. I love the clips of Kaz talking trash to the visiting fans. And he does it subtly sometimes. <laughs> He's loud enough to know because you know, Kaz calls most of these games from nearby seats. He's yeah. up in the stands. That's yeah. where they put him a lot on these roads. And he makes sure that opposing teams can hear him. <laughs> that was just classic. That made me chuckle. Uh, I watched a bit of the combine over the weekend. I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I find it intriguing still. I found that Shaquem Griffin thing amazing. The story of the combine, what he did. If you missed it, the guy doesn't have a hand, and he still managed to bench press 225 20 times wearing a prosthetic. Oh, and he also ran a 4-3-6-40. He's a linebacker. Hello. He's a linebacker. Of course, Bronco fans interested in the quarterbacks at the combine. Baker Mayfield. How did he do on the field? I don't know, but he did pretty damn well in front of the microphone. It doesn't matter. Uh, you see guys like Tyrod Taylor, Breeze, Russell Wilson. Uh, they've, they've proven that it doesn't matter. If you want to say anything else, i got three years of tape you can watch. Uh, I don't think I'm cocky. It's, it's not cocky. It's just confident. By saying he's not cocky, he establishes the fact yeah. that he's cocky. Yeah. You have to tell someone how <laughs> humble you are. You're not that humble. I do like his answer, though. His answer, we talked about it all week, yeah. Nick. Of how the the combine sort of silly, and he basically said the same thing. Of uh, if you don't like it, I got three years of tape you can watch. Well, Josh Allen threw a football over that arena. That guy was impressive. You, you gave a little preview into your hot take. Oh, that don't tell impressive. me! Don't tell me that you're gonna go all crazy on the underwear Olympics. Please. Hey, I, who's been saying Josh Allen for weeks? Yeah, you have. Yeah. Really going out on a limb there. Yeah. This yeah. top five quarterback should be the top five guy in Denver. This guy. No, oh, no, no. There's four candidates, and very few people have said Josh Allen. It's been all about Darnold and Rosen, and everybody loves Baker. Or let's go get Case Keenum. Now, see, you're getting me started. You're getting me started. Uh, did you by chance watch all the combine? Every single minute, yeah. Really? Did Allen face a defense at any point? 
Uh, nope. Okay, did anybody face a defense? Nope. I would then calm the hell down. You know who can also swing it? Paxton. Calm her down. Nope. Well, why do you think he's on that ball? Calm her down. I'm still a little ticked off that Best Picture went to a movie about a sea creature romancing a lady. I mean, what the hell was that all about? You're upset. I lost the pool I was in on the final category. We were tied, and that was it. That was so dumb of Hollywood. I mean, I love the night. The evening was great. Everything was going glowingly. And then you give best picture to that? A sea creature? What is this? The remake of Splash? I heard it was one of the worst movies ever. I just don't get it sometimes. I don't get it. Me either. You know, and let me say this. I didn't see the movie. Nor do I have no interest in seeing the movie. Me either. I saw most of the other ones. I saw three billboards in my mind was best picture. That's what I had. Very creative. Very well done. Great movie. Wasn't Get Out nominated? That was the only one I saw. It was I, really good. I heard my my uh, wife and kids saw it, and they said it was superb. you got to see it. It's kind of creepy. See, it's I don't, it's well I don't do scary movies. I wouldn't call it scary. I'd call it more of a thriller. i tell you what a thriller was. That Nuggets finish in Cleveland. That was a thriller. That qualifies. That's an Emmy-nominated finish. We'll visit with the head coach, Michael Malone. All your Nuggets talk early. He's next on Altitude 950. How much you want to make a bet I can throw a football over the mountains? Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Crackman and Harris. Coming up Monday, Crackman and Harris. It'll be Josh Dover in with Ryan Harris, and they will take you through the sports weekend that was. Where do the Nuggets and Avalanche currently sit in their playoff positions? Plus, what did we learn about what the Broncos will actually do from the news at the scouting combine? Hint, absolutely nothing. Tune in to the Monday edition of Crackman and Harris. Every weekday afternoon. 3 to 6, only on Altitude 950. Oh, 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 right now, at O'Reilly Auto Parts, pick up five quarts of Mobile One Full Synthetic Motor Oil for $28.95 and get a free O'Reilly Auto Parts 500 t-shirt by mail. Save on Mobile One Full Synthetic Motor Oil at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Scott Aces here. Urology cancers, including prostate, kidney, and bladder, are among the top ten cancers diagnosed in men. At Porter Advantage Hospital, part of the Centura Health Cancer Network, they are pioneers in robotic urology surgeries, performing more than anyone in the entire Rocky Mountain region. In fact, they've been named among the top 5% in the nation for prostate surgery three years in a row. Learn more about their minimal incisions, maximum expertise at porterhospital.org slash urology. Hey guys, we all want those hearty home style meals. You know, the juicy burgers and the chicken fried steak. Don't forget dessert. But who has time to cook those at night when you're ready to watch the game? Don't have time. That's why when I'm craving a delicious home style meal, I go to Black Eyed Pea. This is Vic Lombardi for Black Eyed Pea. My go-to for home-style cooking, made to order fresh with natural ingredients. Try Cajun catfish right from the south for their turkey and dressing and, of course, their chicken fried steak with home-style gravy. Forget about the wait time. Black Eyed Pea will have your entrees out in 15 minutes or less. And they have a great craft beer selection in full bar. Whether you're looking to enjoy your home-style favorite at the restaurant or takeout, the Black Eyed Pea is a Colorado and Vic Lombardi favorite. Locally owned, operated with nine front range locations throughout Denver and Castle Rock. 
Visit BlackIPColorado.com. That's BlackIPColorado.com for locations and the entire menu. Knowledge is power. And you should know radon. Radon is a cancer-causing radioactive gas. Get peace of mind and find out if your home or workplace has dangerous radiation levels. You can rely on Ace Radon, the most referred and qualified radon company in Colorado. It's best to test. Hi, I'm Jeff Gord, the owner of Ace Radon. Colorado has some of the highest radon levels ever recorded. Radon exposure is the number one risk for lung cancer in non-smokers. You can trust my certified team at Ace Radon to accurately test your radon levels and develop an affordable plan to protect you from cancer-causing radon. An installed radon system costs less than ordering your favorite latte every day for a year. Race to Ace Radon, a Colorado family-owned company since 1987. To reduce your risk of cancer and improve the indoor air you breathe, radon testing starts at just $50. Knowledge is power. Race to AceRadon.com. Mammoth Lacrosse is returning to Pepsi Center on Saturday, March 24th at 7 p.m. versus Vancouver to honor one of the greatest athletes to ever step on a field in Colorado. Come rock the Loud House as the Mammoth honors the great John Grant Jr. by raising number 24 into the rafters at Pepsi Center, among other Colorado legends. As always, there will be tons of great lacrosse action as we at the Mammoth pay a special tribute to the one they call Junior. Don't miss us. Check it out at coloradomammoth.com. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. There's a crash on the ramp from westbound I-70 onto southbound 225. That's over on the right shoulder, and it is causing some backups on westbound I-70 approaching 225. This report is brought to you by Audi Flatirons. Everything else right now, just volume slowing around the metro area. They're excited to announce that both their Boulder and Broomfield locations are now open. From the first mile to the last, visit them at AudiFlatirons.com. I'm Janine LaRose with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Denver's 15-point lead is now down to 1, 115 to 114. I can't remember the last bucket the Nuggets have had. Will Barton throws it down to Jokic at the elbow. Jokic cross-court to Harris the corner. Touch pass out to Millsap in a three. That one's good. Finally, the Nuggets get on the board. Makes it a two-possession game, 118 to 114. And that's why you pay that man $30 million a year. After that Millsap three late in the game, the floodgates open. The uh, Nuggets score 11 straight, and they hold on to beat the Cleveland Cavaliers in Cleveland. Welcome to the show, the head coach of your Denver Nuggets, Michael Malone. Coach, congratulations. Big dub on the road there. Yeah, I appreciate it, Vic. It's, uh, it was a big win back-to-back coming off of a uh, an ugly win in Memphis, if you will. And uh, this is our first four-game road winning streak since 2013, so uh, five years since this has happened. So I give our players a ton of credit for a very tough win, impressive win in Cleveland. And when I looked at the schedule in March, Coach, and I saw all of those road games and that seven-game roadie coming up, I'll be honest, I cringed a bit because I said, ooh. But maybe 
just maybe you guys are figuring out the road at the right time. No matter how many you win by. You're right, that Memphis win wasn't pretty, but you won. Winning on the road is a different beast, isn't it? It really is. And obviously going into this month, um, you know, the road has been a problem for us. You know, uh, we had not won a lot or consistently on the road throughout the season. And I think our guys understand, you know, the schedule is what the schedule is. We can complain all we want, but come March, we have to win games on the road. And uh, I think what's given us some confidence is obviously going into uh, Milwaukee and, and beating a good Milwaukee Bucks team, um, you know, beating Phoenix. And then obviously I think even the losses that we had as of late were close losses on the road where we gave ourselves a chance even against quality opponents. But we've shown we can win in Golden State. We've won at Portland. And uh, and I think obviously for the rest of the season with 19, 20 games to go, we're going to have to continue to win games on the road because it is a challenge. But in, in a way, Vic, I think there's less distractions and it's, it's a just-us mentality. And our guys have gone out there and done a really good job as of late, and hopefully that continues. You're, you're exactly right. And listen, you automatically are going to be up for a game in Cleveland. Uh, RJ returns to his old stomping grounds. You're playing LeBron. You coach LeBron. It's Cleveland. Okay, I get it. The key now is how do you maintain that intensity for teams like Dallas, which you'll face tomorrow night? What message do you have to your team for that game? Uh, the message is simple. It's it's not about Dallas. You know, uh, it's it's about us and remember what we're playing for. Uh, you know, we, we have a great uh, situation in front of us right now. We are a playoff team, and that was our goal back in September when we convened for training camp at Boulder. Uh, we wanted to be a playoff team this year, and we still have that goal right in front of us. And so it's not about, hey, you're playing the Memphis Grizzlies. They've lost 11 in a row. You're playing Dallas Mavericks who are not a playoff team. Oh, we can just show up tonight. The message is if we are truly serious about our goal, that will be represented in everything we do, every shoot-around, every practice, and every game. So my mindset and our, and, and our message tomorrow night against Dallas is it's not about them. It's about us. What is our goal? What are we trying to achieve? And if we really are serious about that, we'll go out tomorrow night and take care of business, and we will not play to the level of our competition. And I, I don't say that disrespectful to Dallas, but they're not playing for the playoffs, and that's what we're trying to do. And, and hopefully our guys understand that and go out there and handle their business. You decided to put Paul Millsap back in the starting lineup uh, for that Memphis game, and I, and I love the move, and I agree with you. Why not? Get it get it over with. Get it done as soon as possible. Now, when do you start giving him more minutes? When do you give him more leash? How does this process work? Yeah, well, I, I have been, <laughs> slowly but surely. Yeah. You know, um, uh, you know, initially he was on an 18- to 24-minute restriction from my medical staff. Uh, first game against uh, the Clippers, That's I think he played around 23 minutes. Well, against Memphis the other night, uh, I think Paul played 27. Against Cleveland the other night, I think Paul played you know, around 26, 27. Now, obviously, he's got a back-to-back under his belt. That was a big hurdle for us and for Paul, playing back-to-back minutes. And that Memphis game was a very physical, hard-fought game. But he responded very well to it. So um, we'll slowly build that up. I think each week we can bump that number up a little bit incrementally, if you will. And then hopefully in another, another two, three weeks, he'll be out there playing with zero restrictions, Vic. And now we can just kind of get him in, into that basketball shape. But when you consider what Paul's done in three games, two as a starter, one off the bench, and for missing 44 games, I think it's pretty remarkable that not only does he hit a huge three, to your point, on the lead-in, Cleveland closes it to one point. We're struggling to score. Then all of a sudden, we answer with an 11-0 run of ourselves, and Paul hits the huge three to bring it up a one to four. So 
Uh, we'll build him up slowly but surely, but it's great to have him back. See, that's my view of Paul Millsap right now, Coach. We know what he brings on the defensive end. He's so smart. He's so valuable defensively. But right now, early in his comeback, anything he can bring offensively is a bonus. And making that shot under those circumstances, that that was big. I mean, it just goes to show you he's got that playoff experience. He understands he has to grind this time of year. Yeah, there's no doubt. When you watch him and uh, even the Memphis game, again, it wasn't the prettiest game. Obviously, our turnovers and their offensive rebounds were a huge part of that game. But, you know, Paul goes out there, gives you 15.7 rebounds and four steals. So he finds ways to impact the game. Against Cleveland, he goes out and gets 11 points, six rebounds, but four assists and a huge three. Uh, he's going to find ways to impact the game. And that was one thing I was worried about. When you bring back an all-star power forward in Paul Millsap, I did not want my guys deferring to Paul. I did not want them coming down every time and say, oh, no, we got to get the ball to Paul. No, we don't. Paul's going to be just fine. Paul will find his way to impact the game. We give our guys so much freedom to play the game, which I think our guys do a great job of and makes us hard to guard. Paul's going to find his. But let's continue to play our style of basketball, and Paul will look to impact it when he can. And I think Paul's done an incredible job. He's not you know, clamoring for the ball. I need touches. He just wants to, he's happy to be out there. He's happy to be healthy and he's happy to be helping us win games in any way that he can, which speaks to how professional Paul Millsap is. Coach, I know you've delivered that message. We've heard it, but how do you make sure guys like Jokic hears it? Because in that game, he had one shot in the first half. Don't you want to see more of Jokic be Jokic? It seems he's almost like deferring to Paul at times. No, he is. And, uh, obviously there's something that we've talked to him about, you know, uh, we, I've said this many times throughout the season, an aggressive Nikola Jokic is a impactful Nikola Jokic, and that's what this team needs. Uh, you know, Nikola Jokic is still the focal point of our offense. And when I say that, there's no disrespect to Jamal, to Gary, to Wilson, to Paul, or anybody. But Nikola is a focal point of our offense. And the, what I like is that Nikola is not going to force anything. It's a fine line. So last game he has nine points, eight assists, seven rebounds. And we played through him a ton. The ball's in his hands. Now, I just still, I want him to be more aggressive with the touches and look to score when he can. When teams are switching point guards or smalls onto him, I want him to roll those smalls into the post and make them pay for doing that. Uh, you know, but what makes Nicola great is that he's always going to make the right play. And if he has a double team or somebody's open, he's going to find that guy. I thought the Cleveland game was a much better representation of who Nicola Jokic is. Obviously, I thought the Clipper game when he was out there with Paul and the Memphis game, I thought he was looking to be too unselfish. So, yes, Vic, to your question, uh, uh, we need Nicole to get back to being more aggressive and look to score more and make teams pay. I, I find this so curious. You play Cleveland on the second game of a back-to-back Saturday. Here we go this week. you got Dallas Tuesday, Cleveland Wednesday, again on the second game of a back-to-back. Who Who put this schedule together? You know, I have a couple of funny things I could say, but that I won't. <laughs> I mean, that is not, I've never heard of anything like this. Well, it's kind of, you go back to January. You know, we, we played San Antonio on the second night of a back-to-back at the end of a three games and four nights on the road twice. And, you know, all you want in life, all you want in basketball is just a fair chance. Yeah. And obviously sometimes that doesn't happen. You know, when you look at the schedule of March, like, we have a 15-day, seven-game road trip coming up later on this month. And it would be more understandable, Vic, if, okay, the circus is coming to town, the rodeo sure. is coming to town, to kick us out of the Pepsi Center. That's not the case. 
we're just going on the road because they put us on the road. And it is what it is. I've been in the league a long time. I've I've never really seen a seven-game, 15-day road trip this late in the season. No way! Where you're you're traveling to the other coast, the other, other time zones. But we're going to, instead of complaining about it, and that's what I, you know, we have been tried to be at least a no excuse, no explanation type of a team. It is what it is. We have to embrace it. It's a challenge. And it doesn't change the fact that everything we've worked so hard for is right in front of us. And if we have to go on the road, Vic, and win games, that's what we have to do and embrace it and, and don't waste any energy in complaining about it. And so that has to be our mindset going forward. Well, let me complain about it. By the way, I'm looking at Oklahoma <laughs> City's road schedule. OKC's longest road trip of the year, longest, is three games. Three games. So, so is Minnesota. I, I don't understand the disparity. They, they always complain about teams having to come to Denver, and they don't want the back-to-backs in Denver. Well, what about that disparity? I, I'm just curious. Which disparity right. takes takes precedence? Yeah, it's uh, it's really interesting. So when the schedule comes out, I pour, you know, the first rough draft they send you, I pour over it and I, you know, give them our feedback, you know, the pros, the cons. And, and the one thing I will say, there's not one team out of 30 NBA teams that gets a schedule and is happy. It's just an impossible yeah. job. So I do understand that. But when you have the most schedule or teams like we've had this year, we've had more than anybody. When you have uh, the fact that we've had a four game road trip, a six game road trip and still have a seven left and then two teams in your own division, you mentioned Oklahoma City, but Minnesota, both of those teams, their longest road trip of the year is three games, as you mentioned. And that's when you ask yourself, where is the competitive balance? Teams in our division that we're fighting for, fighting with, but they only go on the road for three games. And we have a four, a six, and a seven. You know, those are, those are the things that make it hard to swallow sometimes and say, okay, you know, but you can only complain so much. You can only, yeah. only question so much. And at the end of the day, you know, the schedule ain't changing, Vic. You know what I mean? We no, have I know. to embrace this and, and, and go forward. But all your questions, all your complaints, trust me, I feel, <laughs> and I've had the same questions, but, you know, uh, if I sit here and waste a lot of time and energy, our players are going to start doing the same thing, and we can't afford that right now. Well, one more, Coach. Two games separate three through eight. I mean, it's amazing. Portland sits in the third seed at 37 and 26. You guys are in the eighth seed at 35 and 28. And then you got a bunch of teams in between. Have you ever seen anything like this with a month of basketball to play? Uh, not, not in my, not in recent memory. You know, I really can't where, uh, you know, there are teams that, you know, you could not play for two days, but you could change seating and spot in the playoff race three times. Every night matters. Every game matters. And everybody is so, so close. And uh, which makes for a hell of a finish, a very exciting finish. There's a lot of good basketball teams competing for those final, if you want to take Houston and Golden State out of the mix. There's a lot of teams competing for those last you know, six spots in the playoffs. And obviously we're hoping that we're one of those teams, and it's going to be a great experience for all of our guys. So a hell of a challenge in front of us. All right, lastly, Coach, I know you take advantage of our resident movie distributor, Brian Peters, when we're on road trips. I do. Uh, I don't know if you caught the Oscars last night, but is there a movie – that you felt was the best movie you've seen this year? Anything that you want to talk about movie-wise? You know, it's funny. <laughs> I have not been to uh, to many movies. I have not actually seen many movies that a uh, resident Oscar distributor, yes. uh, Brian Pierce, has given. You know, I just haven't had time to get around to it. I think the last movie I saw was when my wife and I took our two girls to see Jumanji. And that was not <laughs> oh my god movie. So. <laughs> Uh, I, I can't speak to all these great movies that were there last night, but hopefully 
when the playoffs are over, I'll have a chance to catch up and watch some of those. See, that's great. You don't want your coach watching movies. You don't want you don't want him playing golf this time of year. You want him on the film, and you're on the film. Yeah, that's what you got to do. I, and I don't I don't play golf, so that's one good thing. Hey, before I leave, I just yeah. want to uh, I want to let Scott Bay, who is part of our altitude yeah. family, uh, I just want him to know that myself, our team, our coaching staff, we're all thinking about him and his family, his daughter Kenzie going through a very tough time. And I just want to give a big shout-out to Scott Bay and let him know that we're all thinking about him and his family. You're a good man. I could not say it well enough. Very well said. Coach, appreciate the few minutes this morning. Best of luck to you in Dallas tomorrow. All right. Thanks, Vic. Take care, buddy. All right. That is Michael Malone, head coach of the Nuggets, and he's right. Uh, Scott Bay, who produces our games, he's uh, been in and out with his uh, with his daughter. Luckily, they had a... Uh, Great news most recently and uh, prayers and thoughts with Scott, of course. Coach um, said it best. He said it best. The schedule ain't easy, but they got what they got, and they got to deal with it. It's my job to point out the inefficiencies of the NBA schedule maker. Let me handle that. Trust me, I will. When we come back, our piping hot takes. Let's talk a little bit about the abs, what they showed us yesterday and what they need down the stretch. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. Student loans, car loans, high interest credit cards, debt adds up for all of us, but there are ways around it. Hey guys, it's Mark Mosier from my friends at American Financing, and I'm here to remind you that refinancing your home loan is an easy way to save a lot of money. Think of it this way, a lower interest rate means lower monthly bill payments, and mortgage interest rates are far more competitive than a student loan or credit card rate. I'm talking rates in the low single digits versus rates in the high double digits. Why wouldn't you consolidate the high interest debt by refinancing? Financing your mortgage. You'll speak with a salary-based mortgage consultant who will customize a loan for your needs. They're already saving customers up to $1,000 a month. Plus, there are no upfront fees. You could close on your new loan in as fast as 10 days and may be able to postpone up to 60 days of mortgage payments. So call American Financing today, 303-695-7000, 303-695-7000, or AmericanFinancing.net, the official mortgage company of Altitude 950. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. You know Breaks Plus are the break experts. Come experience the plus. From routine scheduled maintenance, computerized alignments, to shocks and struts, we do it all. Did you hit a curb? Come in for a free alignment check. Mention this ad and get a computerized alignment for only $60. Visit BreaksPlus.com to schedule your appointment today. Service you can trust at a price you can afford. When America says give me a break, America comes to Breaks Plus. Doug Moe. You know, a fun-loving guy that produced winning basketball that was fun to be a part of. The Nuggets all-time winning as coach. There will never, ever be another Doug Moe in the NBA. He put himself right at the level of everybody else. Even though he would rip on, he would joke about himself. We were on common ground. He was a character. He was our character. And people got it. Moe, the life and times of the Nuggets' one-of-a-kind coach. He just seems to be so free. And the rest of us are all hung up and worried about all the little things. Premiering Sunday, March 11th. At 6 p.m. on Altitude TV. I wish I could be like you. Most of the year, my bad credit means I can't get it. But this is tax season, and it's time I got a new ride. So I'm taking my tax refund to Grand Valley Auto, where they say bad credit, don't sweat it. At Grand Valley Auto, they've got hundreds of quality pre-owned vehicles to choose from. Amazing deals, 17 years reputable experience, a full service department. 
and a free oil change if you mention this commercial. Tax time is car buying time at Grand Valley Auto on West Colfax near Wadsworth and Lakewood. GVALakewood.com. Water. Is yours healthy? What could be wrong with your water? Minerals, heavy metals, and other impurities can cause odors, odd tastes, and in some cases affect your health. Some water impurities can cause problems you can't smell, taste, or see. Clean water. It's not a luxury. Get a free water test today at thesourceh2o.com. The water technicians at the Source H2O can help you understand if there are any long or short-term health impacts from consuming the water you currently source. Get a free water test today at thesourceh2o.com. Construction season is in full swing, and Brandon Sand and Gravel is ready and able to hire now. Paid training starts as soon as pre-employment is complete. So plan on attending the hiring event Saturday, March 10th from 9 to 3 at Brandon Sand and Gravel at 5880 Lippin Street in Denver. Brandon has endless opportunities for all levels and will be performing on-site interviews and making immediate job offers. All offers are contingent on background check, drug screening, and physical. So make plans to attend the huge hiring event at Brandon Sand and Gravel Saturday, March 10th from 9 to 3 at 5880 Lippin Street in Denver. Denver's real estate estate market is booming and you may be able to cash in with an investment in yourself and your career. Axiom Academy will train you to be a successful in-demand certified home inspector. You could earn upwards of $85,000 a year part-time. Visit learnwiththeacademy.com to find out how an investment in yourself can pay off in the booming Denver real estate market. That's learnwiththeacademy.com. The Altitude 950 traffic update. We have a report of an accident on the south end of town on northbound I-25 approaching C-470. That stretched slow all the way back to Castle Pines Parkway. This report is brought to you by Village Inn. And off freeway in Parker, there's a crash on westbound Lincoln after Jordan. Free Pie Wednesday at Village Inn makes Wednesday everyone's favorite day of the week. Get a free slice of select pies with any dine-in purchase, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. I'm Janine LaRose with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Text us at 30933 to join the show. Now, obviously, he's got a back-to-back under his belt. That was a big hurdle for us and for Paul, playing back-to-back minutes. And that Memphis game was a very physical, hard-fought game. But he responded very well to it. So um, we'll slowly build that up. I think each week we can bump that number up a little bit incrementally if and then hopefully in another, another two, three weeks, he'll be out there playing with zero restrictions, Vic. When you consider what Paul's done in three games, two as a starter, one off the bench, I think it's pretty remarkable. Paul Millsap played well in his comeback. Uh, what they need now is for Nikola Jokic to play like Nikola Jokic. Because I think the return of Paul Millsap has made Nikola uh, defer a bit, and I don't understand why. Just play your game. Don't worry about it. Play your game, do your thing, run the offense through the high post, do what you've always done. He took one shot in the first half in Cleveland. One. It's odd. He does, he, it, it's not just Millsap though. He has gone into these sort of shells earlier in the year too. Wasn't there a game where he took a shot, one shot in a game or no shots in a half early or something in the like season. that? Yeah, early in the season. Which was, which was strange. But yeah, I mean, they were, they were in a good flow offensively. Running everything through, uh, the Joker, which started what, like 12 games before the All-Star break. They went on that nine and three sure. stretch. They were mm-hmm. playing great offensively. But remember, this all happened when Millsap was out of the lineup. Millsap Correct. returns and all of a sudden it's just, uh, you it's can't odd. ignore it. No. But they still scored 126 points. I, I know, I know, but it's just different. It's, it's still different. Game. You can sense it. It's 126, different. 126, 126. Fine. But even the coach, coach acknowledges he's playing differently. 
There's still, and I didn't bring this up with him, but of, of all the, the the games that the the Nuggets have played with Millsap in the lineup, the Clippers game, the Memphis game, and the Cleveland game, all three had one thing in common. They grabbed big leads, double-digit leads late, and then gave those leads right back. They did it with the Clippers, 19 points, dissolved. They did it in Memphis, 16 points, dissolved. And they did it in Cleveland when it came down to one. They got to figure out a way in the fourth quarter when the offense bogs down, and it does, how do they react? True. But if you look at the NBA, what do they people always say? It's a league of, of runs. It's a league of streaks. There's always that late game run. I mean, you could, you could say that almost about every single game you watch. So uh, it's, it's too small a sample size to get too worried about it. Piping hot takes a segment later. Because I spit hot fire. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station, and the Vic Lombardi Show present Piping Hot Takes. Brought to you by Porter at Venice Hospital. Top 5% in the nation for robotic prostate surgery. It's Vic's Hot Take. I don't want to say I jinxed the ads yesterday, but when they uh, tied the game at two apiece, I asked everybody via Twitter, would you take a point right now? And a lot of people said yes. Well, they end up with a point, despite taking a 3-2 lead late in the game. If you watched the game yesterday, it was thrilling. Again, the ads up 3-2. Pepsi Center about to explode. The Predators start attacking there. They pull the goalie with about two to play. They got the, the puck in the Avs zone the entire time. The, the Avs can't seem to get it out of their own zone. And they're taking shot after shot. And that Ellis guy with the beard, his face bothers me. He scores the game-tying goal. 3-3, overtime. Forsberg with the game-winner in overtime. And the Predators go on to defeat the Avs 4-3. Here's the deal. And one thing I've noticed about the Avs, and we brought this up with Coach Bednar, their inability to win clutch face-offs continues to hurt them. And I know I'm going all hockey on you, but we saw it last night. When the puck was in their offensive zone or in their zone, they could not get it out. They could not win a key face-off when they had to. And if there's one thing, one, and I'm not, I'm going back to the trade. If there's one thing Matt Duchesne did well, face-offs. It's one thing they lack since trading him. They lost the face-off battle yesterday, 34 to 26. It's not as many, but when it happens. They win a key face-off late in that game. They move that puck out of their zone. They beat the Nashville Predators. They get that extra point. And I don't know how you address that. Either you win them or you don't. I don't know how you can work on that down the stretch. I don't know if you can develop one player to be your face-off specialist if they just don't exist. I will say this. The Avs, after the Duchesne trade, 27-18-6. and six. The Ottawa Senators, since acquiring Duchesne, 16-28-5. Who won that deal? There's one thing I wish they still had, though, is the face-off. Other than that, Avs by a mile in that trade. Next hot take. It's HW's hot take. The Nuggets and Avalanche are both oozing with confidence right now, and Denver has a legitimate shot to be the most fun sports city in America the next few months. Think about it. Avs get seven of eight points on this homestand. They're on the fringe of the playoffs. Playoff hockey is so much fun. It felt like that sitting in that arena yesterday when Rantanen scores to go up 3-2. 
Pepsi Center explodes. Meanwhile, we've talked a lot about how the Nuggets have won four in a row on the road. They could mess around and get a three, the three seed, the four seed. There's a chance they could play a game five, a game seven at home in the first round of the playoffs, win a series. The Avs as well, win a series, win two, get a hot goalie. You never know. Meanwhile, the Rockies are cranking it up down in Arizona. Opening days in about a month. Oh, and by the way, the Broncos might sort of do something. But the point remains, Denver, legit shot to be the most fun sports city in America the next few months. Fun time to live in the 303. Boy, I miss HW's hockey takes. Yeah. Yeah. Every single day. It's going to be a fun couple months. Manchester, you're up. It's Manchester's hot take. Did you guys notice the uh, two rumors coming out of Indianapolis this weekend that involved the Denver Broncos? Two rumors? I heard about ten. Well, the two that jumped out at me. One, that hey, you know what? Uh, Kirk Cousins may not be uh, their number one option with free agent quarterbacks. Too rich. They like Case Keenum. He's got a connection to Gary Kubiak. He played for him in Houston where he went a whopping two and eight. As the Texans starting quarterback, God, let's go ahead and get that lined up. But there was also the rumor that they might trade up to the number one pick in the draft, swap picks with Cleveland, because they got their eyes on Josh Allen. Be, Can they be just, careful. Be careful. Please do the right thing and don't fall in love with a quarterback who's 20 and 18 as a starter, which includes 11 and 3 this year. Yeah. Take that out and he's been terrible. But fall in love with a quarterback who's 56% accuracy in college. Hang on. 46 touchdowns, 27 interceptions. Just the the epitome of mediocre is Case Keenum. He's just another guy who, you know what? He's going to look good at the chalkboard. But what does he do great? What does he do exceptional? What does he do that makes him jump off the film or jump off the page? Nothing. We've had two years of that. I don't want to sign up for it. Again, especially at $18 million a year. What's the knock on Josh Allen? Yeah, okay. You know, his, his completion percentage wasn't great at Wyoming, but if you watch his highlight reel, which I've told you guys to do multiple times, he does things where you just go, oh my God, there aren't that many guys in the league who can make that play. What's the knock? Well, he's just, he's tall, just like Brock and just like Paxton. So let's not go down that path. That's like saying, nope, I'm not going to date Mila Kunis because I dated Alyssa Milano. It didn't work out and I'm done with brunettes. That is the dumbest logic Ever. What if you don't like Jim Bean? First of all, he's not six foot eight like Goon Platoon One and Goon Platoon Two. He's six foot four and seven eighths. You know what, whose numbers he matches? <laughs> Did you and, just refer to him as Goon Platoon? Yes. <laughs> you know whose numbers he matches in terms of measurables? A guy by the name of Ben Roethlisberger. Six foot five, two hundred and forty pounds. Cannon for an arm, can move around, can make plays with his feet. Why are we overthinking this? What was, uh, Roethlisberger's Accuracy numbers at Miami of Ohio. I can I can pull him up. But you know what? When he came into Fort Collins and played CSU with Miami of Ohio, he was the best player on the field. I don't care what his completion percentage was; it was obvious. And anytime you watched Wyoming play, he was the best player on the field. So yeah, you want to talk about this year when he was hurt and he didn't do all that much? Fine. Let's go back two years ago when he led Wyoming to the Mountain West Championship game. Give me a guy who has skills that can make him great. Is he going to take some coaching? Sure, but has the potential for great. Swing for the fences, John Elway. Quit with the bunt singles. I'm tired of the bunt singles. Josh Allen is the guy the Broncos should get. I was on that train two months ago. I'm not changing. And don't tell me we can't draft him because he's tall and they've missed on other tall quarterbacks. 
Bring me an argument better than that. Otherwise, I'm bringing my Mila Kunis, Alyssa Milano thing because I want to keep talking about Mila Kunis and Alyssa Milano. Of course. I agree. I think that the Broncos should draft a quarterback named Josh, just not that Josh. jeez. Oh, just How, not that Josh. How's Josh Allen on the Xbox? Because he's got a lot in common with that other kid. Yeah. I'll take the other the, Josh. The other kid was pretty good in Memphis, too. Okay. All right. I'm just telling you, you guys are going to hear me talk about Josh Allen for the next 10 years on this show, and let's hope... It's with him being a great Dude. Bronco, not a great somewhere else. Cause you are, you think you're tired of I wrote it in July? Did you say 10 years? If we're doing this show in 10 years. <laughs> I'm telling you, he's a transformative talent. Swing for the fences. Don't be scared cause you missed before. Swing Seriously, for what do you the think fences. The chances are of doing a radio show 10 years running in the same time slot. That's. I think they're pretty damn good. I ain't going anywhere. Are you going anywhere? Ten years? HW will have 47 vacations. Some well-earned PTO if I do this for ten years. I'm near death as it is. How many days off will Marty take in that amount of time? When we come back, reaction to our piping hot takes. Text line is hot already. 30933-30933. Plus, I didn't see it. Did you see it? The movie that won Best Picture? I, I don't understand it. Sea creatures falling in love with ladies and that's all of a sudden... Great movie material. I'll admit, I did almost buy Jim Beam this weekend because of those ads. Mila Kunis That's got to you, good marketing. She? That's good marketing. Yeah. She got to you, didn't she? Yeah. She's so good in Bad Moms and Bad Moms 2. She's yeah. as good as it gets. Bad Moms 2? Oh, yeah. If there was a, a Bad Moms 10, I'd watch it. Is that it. the Christmas one? God, Bad Moms 2. Yeah, it's a Christmas one. I'd right? watch a Bad Moms 26. More of a forgetting Sarah Marshall kind of guy. If it's got Mila in it. By the way, Jennifer Lawrence is tall. She has a lot in common with Paxton Lynch. You got the Vic Lombardi show. has been brought to you by Porter at Venice Hospital. Top 5% in the nation for robotic prostate surgery. Were you underpaid or denied by your insurance company after that hailstorm last May? Well, you need the C3 Group. They're a team of private insurance adjusters and property claim experts that work only for you, not your insurance company. So don't let your insurance company tell you what they're willing to pay for your claim. The C3 Group will ensure you receive what they're required to pay. Call the C3 Group, 303-670-2710. That's 303-670-2710. The C3 Group, 303-670-2710. Hey, this is Jerry from Colorado Off-Road. Riley Dixon, punter for the Denver Broncos. Why do you shop Colorado Off-Road? I've always been taken very good care of. Your staff is always walking around with a smile. They've always helped me out with everything I needed from exhaust to tires to tonneau covers for the back of my truck. Colorado Off-Road has always taken very good care of me. Thanks, Riley. We appreciate that. We always want our customers walking out with a smile on their face, happy and taken care of. Located in Littleton at Wadsworth and Quincy, behind Phil Long. Colorado Off-Road. Hi, we're here at Farland Classic Restoration in Englewood, Colorado. I'm joined by Jack Farland, the owner. So, Jack, you guys work on classic cars, right? That's right. We restore and service classics. We also buy, sell, and consign. So then what's up with this Cadillac Escalade right here? Well, we do over-the-top detail projects on newer cars like the Escalade. This car looks brand new. That's the idea. It's actually a 2011. This is a 2011? That's amazing, right? Looks like it's just off the showroom floor. That's because we're now doing applications of a highly advanced ceramic coating. After a thorough cleaning, our technician applies two coats of this ceramic. Wow, that is glossy. 
It's not cheap, but it makes your paint look better than new, and it really lasts. It's like applying glass to your paint. So lots and lots of classics like these Ferraris and Porsches and details that make your car look brand new. Learn more at FarlandCars.com or on Facebook at Farland Classic Restoration. Can I drive that one? Yeah, if you buy it. Hey, it's Josh Dover here, and I'm going to tell you how to get a career in under a year. And not just any old job. I mean real opportunity to train for relevant, in-demand careers right now. Now more than ever, careers in media platforms are booming, like social media, YouTube, on-air talent, video and audio editing, production, camera, and control room operations. Or maybe you're like me and love sports. Do something more than just watching. Make it a career in areas like play-by-play, sports commentating, sports live broadcast, even host your own show. That's what the call out of media school has done for more than 30 years, dedicating themselves to placing more people in rewarding media careers. That's what they did for me. Now is the time. Call them up, tell them Josh Dover sent you, and get an orientation just for calling. Don't wait. Call now, make that appointment, and get that career in under a year started today. Train in just months without decades of debt. Flexible hours and financial aid for those who qualify. Call the Colorado Media School right now. 303-937-7070. 303-937-7070. 7070. Have you ever wanted to refinance your mortgage but didn't want to start a 30-year loan again? Hey, this is Mark Mosier for my friends at American Financing, and let me tell you, they can help. When refinancing to eliminate mortgage insurance, lower your rate, or consolidate high-interest debt, you don't have to worry about resetting your loan. Because at American Financing, they offer 9, 13, or 18-year loans, really any term you need. It's truly a custom loan. You choose the term based on your budget, and they'll find the most competitive interest rate. It's your mortgage, your way. Plus, with a fixed rate, no matter where interest rates go, yours stays the same. Monthly payments won't increase. It just takes one call to their salary-based mortgage consultants. They'll guide you through the options and will customize the right program to achieve your financial goals. They may even get you closed in as fast as 10 days. So get started now. 303-695-7000. That's 303-695-7000 or AmericanFinancing.net. The official mortgage company of Altitude 950. And MLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. We have a report of an accident on northbound I-25 after 225. That stretch is slow from Castle Pines Parkway all the way to University. This report is brought to you by Village Inn. Also a report of a crash on eastbound I-70 near Federal. That eastbound drive slow from Sheridan all the way to Brighton Boulevard. Free Pie Wednesday at Village Inn makes Wednesday everyone's favorite day of the week. Get a free slice of select pies with any dine-in purchase, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. I'm Janine LaRose with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. What's the knock on Josh Allen? Yeah, okay, you know, his, his completion percentage wasn't great at Wyoming. But if you watch his highlight reel, which I've told you guys to do multiple times, he does things where you just go, oh, my God, there aren't that many guys in the league who can make that play. What's the knock? Well, he's just he's tall just like Brock and just like Paxton, so let's not go down that path. Manchester's hot take. It's Josh Allen or bust for the Denver Broncos. He didn't put in the best part that's saying, hey, we don't want to draft Josh Allen because we've already missed on tall quarterbacks, which he's not even that tall. He's not even in that same class. Is like saying, I'm not going to date Mila Kunis because it didn't work out with Alyssa Milano oh, and so, brunettes are bad. so proud of your analogy. It's a great you? analogy. Wow. Nice metaphor. Mm-hmm. Is that what that's called? No, it's an analogy. It's, it's an analogy. Um, it's, it's an analogy. And it's a perfect analogy. 
Um, we'll go to the text line. A lot of people agree with you, believe it or not. On the text line, 30933, that's 30933. Adam says, fellas, Manchester is so right about Josh Allen. This is the guy the Broncos need to draft, no question. Trent says, Josh Allen is nothing like Paxton Lynch. Allen played in a pro-style offense, always in the film room, played through injuries. Denver needs him. Here's my thing. I knew I was going to hear this this morning because Josh Allen tore it up at the combine. All right, His arm was impressive. Oh, God, he threw about 90 yards. I get it. When I'm watching the combine and I'm watching quarterbacks, I don't care. There's not a defense in front of the quarterback. He's not throwing it over anybody. He's not having to read anything. He's just throwing the ball. The only thing that matters at the NFL combine, perhaps, 40-yard dash times of some of these other players, bench press of some of the interior players. The rest of it does, when you play a thinking position, which is what the quarterback position is, it's a thinking man's position, and they don't test you in the thinking department, who cares? Fine. Who cares? Fine. Uh, my, my take didn't have to do with the fact of, oh, I saw him throw a ball against no defense while wearing shorts and a sleeveless t-shirt now i want to draft him i've always been on this i've always been on the josh allen thing i've been saying it for months he also played for craig bowl you know who craig bowl also yes, coached in carson college wentz, thanks. Yeah. you know who's got the exact same measurables as carson wentz yeah josh allen uh-huh, so it. can we start focusing on those things instead of saying well paxton lynch is tall so let's not draft anybody that's over that, six feet that tall that'd be the dumbest thing you said so a coach coaches two quarterbacks who have the same measurables that automatically makes those quarterbacks no. the same quarterback no it doesn't but boy, there's a lot of similarities. There's a lot of similarities between Josh Allen and Carson Wentz, and people don't want to focus on that. They just want to say, okay. "Well, he's tall." Let's just compare the and two. Josh was tall. So apparently, if you're over five foot seven, you can't be the Bron- Let's go get Doug Flutie. What's he doing? Get him off the 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 adult league baseball in San Diego. Get him off his surfboard. You're five foot seven, so you're qualified to be the Broncos quarterback. Now. Listen, I'm not disputing. It's Monday morning, and if you already I'm got me hot. Pick a Josh. I'll take Josh Rosen. Mm. Who is much more adept at reading defenses and based proven, on what? Based, based on watching on what? the game, playing oh. the better conference, much better conference. Yeah, play better competition. Demarcus Russell also had a pretty good combine, if I remember. <sighs> yeah, I, again, has nothing to do with the combine. So uh, it, two minutes I, ago, I, I said I feel that. bad saying this because I like Josh Allen and I hope he works out. I really do. But the fact that you're all in on an unproven commodity, which is why the draft is such an inexact science, it just leads me to believe. You're crazy, man. You're crazy. Okay, so you'd rather go with a known commodity and you know he's mediocre. That's what you'd rather do. Let's go spend $18 million on Case Keenum. You know what you're getting there, but you know what? Gary had him down in Houston, and he knows Gary's precious system, so therefore let's go with that. I've been telling you what Uh, I want the Broncos to do all along. I told you this. I want them to go with the rookie. Go with the rookie. Play the rookie. Develop the rookie. I told you this. If they end up with Josh Rosen, I'm fine with that, Vic. I'm fine with that. Draft one of the four and have him be your quarterback for the it. next 10 to and 15 years. We just started day one. Yeah, we just differ on who that, that quarterback Fine. is. Fine. I, I've got the other Josh. But Kirk Cousins or Case Keenum or Teddy Bridgewater or A.J. McCarron is a foolish Okay. Path. What do you guys foolish. think about Sam Darnold unwilling to throw during the combine? All right, now remember, <laughs> there's no defense out there. You're just throwing a football. You're literally... Throwing a football as I, if you were in the backyard of your dad. I actually understand it. I was listening to, uh, I forget which commentator on the way in and they're like, well, 
you know, these these drills aren't really all that good for guys because it's not what you do in a, in a game. It's not even what you would do in practice. I'm like, well, why don't they set up the drills to be like That's what, what I said last game. week. Why don't, they put a D, why don't they put a DB on the field? The receiver has to beat a DB on a certain route, and perhaps maybe somebody rushes the quarterback, forces him out of the pocket. Do something that give – me, give me a look that they're going to see. Here's the other part of it. If you watch it, that is pretty random. They don't even know who the receiver is going to be. Until like right before they snap the ball, it's just some guy who finished tying his shoe and oh, I'm up. How do you know so, he's he's not slower than you anticipated? Right, exactly. Yeah. So if I'm Sam Darnold and I can throw at my pro day where it's going to be USC receivers who I've been throwing to for years, mm-hmm. I I totally understand that. I don't have a problem with that. You're both overthinking this though. Baker Mayfield was by far the best quarterback in college football last year, and the second he planted the flag in the Ohio State, oh, I wanted you know. Him on the but there's a difference between confident and cocky, and I think he crosses the line. I think he does. I've heard enough uh, do about. Do you think Baker. Tom Brady's cocky? Did, did Tom Brady did, ever, did that work out? Did Tom Brady ever talk like Baker Mayfield's talking right now before, before proving anything? Baker's in the got a lot more he hardware than Tom a had at this damn time. Thing doesn't Baker Mayfield strike you as the kind of guy who could just sit around and play Xbox all the time? No doubt about it. And he and he comes across as the guy. Oh, I know how good I am. Really, just shut up. Go play, and then show me how good you That's are. Exactly what he did no, all no. year at Oklahoma. I don't care what you did at Oklahoma. I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. His coach took the ball out of his hand in overtime. You seem to to equate what you did at Oklahoma as the same as what you do in the pros. That's a different beast, brother. Because that's a dandy of a conference. I don't care. They play a lot of defense in that conference. I'd rather have a guy who completed 56% of his passes at Wyoming. Okay. I don't care what any of these guys did in the college game. Now, does it matter statistically if they're better throwers, more accurate throwers, can read defenses? Yeah, it matters. But what they did in the college game doesn't carry over to the pro game. I think we all understand that, right? Yeah, that Cam Newton guy was no good in college. Even Cam Newton was, even he seemed so quietly modest in the face of Baker Mayfield. Baker just needs to stop talking. Okay, but he, but here's the Cam thing. Cam Newton and modest. First here's, time I've heard that pairing. Here's the thing. Whether it's Baker Mayfield, Josh Rosen, Josh Allen. We can sit here and debate all day long which guy's going to be better. None of us know, right? Mm-hmm. But we're going to find out. We're going to see who, who translates into the, into the, the next level. But here's what we all do agree on. We're good ties to my hunt. Go get a rookie. We all want to swing yeah. for the fences. Yep. Just go get a rookie. Baker Mayfield, he's got some attributes that I love. And if they end up mm-hmm. with Baker Mayfield, I'm all in and I'm going to be on that train. Josh Rosen, uh, what game was it when they came back from like 30 down this year and he's making plays A&M, on, right? on a, Hell, yeah, they, they, beat, they beat CU when they were down by a, a couple touchdowns. He's, he's got some moxie. He made some throws yeah. the other day that were, that, that were beautiful. He's got the deep ball, all that kind of stuff. I can get on board with that. I'm a Josh Allen guy. Fine. You can, you I'm can not, not even like a Josh it. Rosen guy, by the way, but what we, I think what we all agree on, we're not going to get excited for spending eighteen million dollars on a year that's mediocre. A guy on that's mediocre. That doesn't excite us. Case Keenum, will that excite you? Hard you, pass. Will you think if the Broncos sign Case Keenum, my pick of six and ten changes to what? Seven and nine. I know. It won't. It won't. It won't transform the team into a competent Here, Super Bowl contender. Here's a scary I, I get question. What you're saying. Here's a scary question. Yeah. Is Case Keenum significantly better than Trevor Simeon? Top of the hour. We'll leave it on that. By the way, my guy's Lamar Jackson. Quit trying to move into a receiver. Boy, apparently you like to see guys throw ducks. I love Lamar Jackson. If there's a coach brave enough, brave enough, and it's not going to be this coaching staff, I can tell you right now. If there's a coaching staff brave enough to adapt 
an offense around a great talent, Lamar Jackson will thrive in the NFL. Wow, that was an indictment of a statement that you just made. It won't be this coaching staff. Think about that. Well, it's not. I could tell you right now. It's not going Think to be this coaching that. staff. Wow. There aren't I, many. I agree with you. There aren't many in the NFL. No. There aren't many in that, that are willing to put their necks on the line to change everything for a particular kind of player and a style of player. They're not going to do it. It goes against everything they believe. Oddly, they had an offensive coordinator who did do that once for a Tim Tebow, and then they fired him. 802, you got the Vic Lombardi Show. When we come back, our Power 5 question of the day. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Coming up tomorrow night, the Avs are in Chicago to take on the Blackhawks. Puck drops at 6.30 with the pregame show, Game It Away at 6.05. Mark Mosier, the radio voice of the Colorado Avalanche, will be on the call. KSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets, home of the Avalanche. Got it again! Jokin' John all over the place! Nikola Jokic! Oh my goodness! A triple-double in the first half! And then went off and over T-Kettle! Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Yeah, obviously coming off that game last night where uh, our turnovers, we threw it all over the place. Uh, tonight, that was definitely uh, a huge point of emphasis going in because to beat a talented team like Cleveland, coming off of a loss against Philly and us being in a back-to-back, we didn't want to beat ourselves. And obviously, we never did that tonight. Again, 35 assists, only nine turnovers is an incredible number. Nuggets have won four in a row on the road, something they haven't done since 2013. Currently in the eighth seed. No other team in the Western Conference seems to want to lose anymore. So it will be fun down the stretch. 19 games to go. Welcome back to the Vic Lombardi Show. Coming up a little bit later, we'll visit with Mark Moser, the voice of the Avalanche. They won uh, three out of four on that homestand. Seven of eight points. Let one slip away yesterday after uh, blowing a late lead, a 3-2 lead to Nashville, giving up the game-tying goal and then the game-winning goal in overtime. We'll talk to Moj. Get his thoughts. Jared Bednar was very happy afterwards. Now, automatically you're unsatisfied when you don't get both points, but you're happy with the way you play. I guess that's the best way to describe it. Somebody asked, well, how do you feel about the Avs after that Nashville game? Unsatisfied. Is that, is that a good way to put it? Yeah, but you'll take seven of eight. And like yeah, you said, I was sitting in the room when Bednar walked in yesterday, and he was actually like, sure, he had good perspective yeah, on it. But, I mean, it's like. When you go to Taco Bell and you order and you eat and you could still fit another burrito, you, you can have one more, one more bean and cheese burrito or maybe a seven layer. You're unsatisfied. But Depends you on the hour of the night, but I see your analogy here. Like when I get a big bowl of rice and quinoa. Exactly. Yeah. Whatever the hell that is. Are you still on this vegan thing? What, whatever quinoa is. Mm-hmm. Is quinoa, is that that? Broccoli looking substance? No, it's like a, it's like a green. It's like couscous. Yeah. What does that, what does yeah. that taste like? It's like couscous. Uh, yeah, like a, like a green, like rice. Could you eat it just by itself or do you have to add something to it? Dude, you put enough soy sauce on something, I can eat anything. Oh, I figured as much. Uh, it is Monday, <laughs> March 5th, 2018. I don't yesterday. Even know what that means. Yesterday, uh, the passing of Sir Roger Bannister. Kids, if you've never heard of Roger Bannister, Hit the Google later right now, please. Even if you're driving. I don't care. Ask Siri. Or stick around till 9 o'clock. Yeah. Because at 9 o'clock, the more you know, a special edition of the more you know from James Manchester, Maryland. In my opinion, Roger Bannister held, for the longest time, 
the most important record milestone in the history of sports. And if you don't know what that record is, go watch, go listen to Smooth Jazz. Go listen to Smooth Jazz right now. If somebody says Roger Bannister and you don't know what he's famous for, famous for, then you're I'm, not a sports I fan. I can't help you. Then, then, then go listen to a station that talked Broncos all day. I think there's two out of five people on this show that would not have known. HW, please tell me you've heard of Roger Bannister. Yeah, four minute mile, broke it. Thank you. That leads to our Power Five question of the day. What can we not get enough of today? So hot right now. Let's dive into the Power Five. Brought to you by Johnson Auto Plaza, where first time buyers become lifetime customers every day. And Bonds hit from high. It's a deep. It is out of here. 7.56. Bonds stands alone. The greatest milestone in sports history. What is it in your eyes? For me, it's always going to be Bannister in the four-minute mile. I mean, just think about it. How many years did humans try to get past that that barrier. No one could do it until he showed up. And he did it by like a fourth of a second. That was unbelievable. Yeah. Altitude 950 text line is 30933. Vic, we've got Nuggets and Lakers tickets on the line Friday night. 30933, the greatest milestone in sports history. Favorite one will go to that game. Why did I hear a Barry Bonds home run? Is that your favorite? I think it is because it's the most impressive one I could think of recently. 756, roids or not, that's a lot of home runs to hit in the big leagues. Well, and there's a lot of baseball ones that will never be touched. Most of them are pitching, right? Like what does Cy Young have, like 500 wins or something like that? Nobody's ever going to get to that. He threw like 38 complete games one year. Nobody's going to get to that. How come every time we talk milestones, baseball always enters the equation? Because their numbers are famous. 56. If I say 56, what's that? Joe DiMaggio. Joe DiMaggio. Nobody's catching Pete that Rose one. got the 44. And he's the only guy that's been close, and that was what, 40 years ago? Well, in the in the era of specialized pitching, relief pitching, middle relief, nobody's going to get there. Night games. Yeah. Nobody's going to get there. Lefty, righty, all this business. Not just not playing against there. white guys. That's another way to put it. You're right. But nobody is going to get there. No, they're not. That, that, that record will never be How broken. How about Will Chamberlain 100 points? Somebody could get that. Somebody could get that. Like if LeBron went out tonight and said, I want to score a hundred, he could score a hundred points. His team would probably lose, but he could. I think someone like Steph Curry is more likely. I think you need to be a better sure. shooter to get to a hundred, but it's, but it's, it's one of those things. If you just decided I'm going to be yeah. the ball hog tonight, I'm going to do it. You can't just, well, go, Kobe did it when have, he got 81. Right. I'm going to have a 50, 16 hitting streak. You can't about, just decide. The thing about Bannister though, it, it is sort of, it's one of those barriers, one of those milestones that it's bigger than just sports. I mean, nobody on earth could do what he did that day. Think about that. Yeah. No, you're right. It's, it was just a one day, here I go, I'm going to run a mile, and I'm going to do it in less than four freaking minutes. And they'd been trying for centuries. Nobody came close. He did. How about, uh, and I think this one will be broken, but when you when you start doing the math, it's pretty staggering. Peyton's 55 touchdowns. I mean, I know it's a recent record, but that's three and a half touchdowns Are you per kidding game. Me, the way this league is going? Three and a half per game? That's, that's going to be broken. Okay, so then on the opposite side, Eric Dickerson's 21-05. The teams don't run the ball like they used to. They don't have workhorse backs. It's running yeah. back by committee. I know Adrian Peterson got close a couple yeah. years ago, but how many workhorse backs that's are a there good right point. now? That's a good point. It, the, the committee thing makes that almost untouchable anymore because most teams, what, 90% of football teams – have the committee approach to running back? Right. I mean, if you average five yards a carry, 
you need 400 carries. Is that right? There's a couple, math, right? couple texts coming in, and uh, this texter is exactly right. It might be hockey guy. I'm not sure. 970 says anything Gretzky touched in the NHL. Yep. He's exactly yep. right. Wayne Gretzky's statistical assault of the NHL record book is something we'll never see in a team sport again. That's true. That's true. I mean, just ever again. Shattered records. Just, just, just shattered. Just look at, look at the NHL records, offensive records, and Wayne Gretzky's at the top of them all. I, and I don't know if anybody's going to touch him. But just one barrier, one record, one thing that comes to mind. Running a four, a sub four minute mile. What's, Come on, man. What's the current world record in the hundred meters? Is it Usain Bolt? Does he have it? It's got to be him. And I don't know what, I don't know. For, for years I knew that number back when Carl Lewis was going head to head right. with Ben Johnson. And Ben Johnson ran the 979. Yes. Steroid remember that Aiden. number? Yeah. I don't know what the number is anymore. I'm Look it up. it up. I'm looking at 9.58. 9.58? Wow. That's Same insane. Bolt, 9.58. Is any, I mean, who's going to break nine and a half? Yeah, that's insane. That's moving. That's cooking. That's cooking. That's like, okay, what's the number at the combine? Is it uh, John Ross who ran a 4.22 last year? Yeah, didn't In somebody run a 4.19? Isn't that the, isn't that the record? Uh, I think Ross has the record at the combine. At the combine. Yeah. But wasn't it, wasn't that the legend that, that Dion came in, ran yeah, a 419, legend. ran out and got in a limo and left? Yeah, whatever. People are uh, somewhat taking this seriously on the text line, 30933. Uh, 9099 says, Joey Chestnut, 72 hot dogs in 10 minutes. Priceless. Eh, I, I mean, at some point, it becomes physically impossible to do it, which is actually why the Roger Bannister thing is, mm-hmm. is interesting and there's a connection there, because oh. people didn't think it was physically possible to do. Here's a good one for someone who respects all sports, and this is important. 3684, great text. How about winning a golf major after the age of 50? Something Tom Watson almost pulled off at the British Open a couple years back. Do you remember that? I do. Mm-hmm. I do. Now, Nicholas won the Masters at 46. But who, after the age of 50, can win a next... Ma- I, you know what? The way Phil Mickelson played yesterday, I wouldn't put it by him. He's going to turn 50 soon. Is fifty is 59 the lowest round ever in a PGA event? There's a 58 Is there well. a 58? Yeah. I shot a 57 in Tiger Woods 03. Wow. Yeah. Maybe and Paxton and I should and be friends. And yet Paxton is your guy you just like to beat up for his Xbox exploits. Uh, according to this texter, Bannister broke the mile by a record 1.4 seconds right after World War II. Uh, we're going to get to all this. Oh, yeah. I probably shouldn't reveal too much information. And he didn't beat it by 1.4 seconds. I know he didn't. Some no. of us have the facts, and some of us will use the facts during the more you know, because we did the research. John says, greatest sports achievement ever. That's easy. Watching Elway walk across Sloan's Lake. It was amazing. <laughs> you got the Vic Lombardi Show. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Here's what you missed on the latest Mark Mosier Show. Producer and in-studio host for all of Minnesota Wild Radio Network, Kevin Faulness. Shoot me straight. Why are so many Wild fans in Arizona, in Colorado, in whatever other town? Because it's cold as hell here. Are you kidding me? It's like, actually, it's pretty hospitable today. We're in the 40s. Uh, but there's a big coating of ice. But, of course, if you get a, an opportunity to get out of here and get a respite from this winter hellhole that we call home, absolutely you do it. Mark Mosier, every weekday afternoon, 1 to 3, only on Altitude 950. Nick Backridge here from Sus Buick GMC. We know you can buy a car or truck anywhere. We all pay the same price for new vehicles. But at Sus Buick GMC, the difference is the people. 
No loud screaming out low payments with misleading and confusing disclaimers and fees. At Sus, we don't have any fees, just the price plus tax, that's it. Those are the numbers. Sus Buick GMC, selling new Buicks and GMCs and the best pre-owned selection around. Real people, real prices, go figure. Sus Buick GMC on Havana, Mississippi. Visit us at sus.net. Next time you want to drive up the hill to play at the casinos in Central City, don't crawl up that old twisty canyon stuck behind slow buses and gravel trucks. Do what I do. Take I-70 to the Central City Casino Parkway. It's a quick, easy, scenic drive. And best of all, it's a modern four-lane highway. Central City offers everything you need. Hotels, dining, bars open 24-7, and live casino action day or night. So remember, don't take old twisty. Cruise I-70 to the parkway and take the four lanes to fun. You know Brakes Plus are the brake experts. Come experience the plus. From batteries to fluid flushes, even engine diagnostics, we do it all. Survive the winter drive with these savings. Mention this ad for $25 off brake pads or shoes. Plus, we offer a free shuttle to work or home. Visit BrakesPlus.com to schedule your appointment today. Brakes Plus, service you can trust at a price you can afford. America comes to Brakes Plus. Denver's real estate market is booming, and you may be able to cash in with an investment in yourself and your career. Axiom Academy will train you to be a successful, in-demand, certified home inspector. You could earn upwards of $85,000 a year part-time. Visit LearnWithTheAcademy.com to find out how an investment in yourself can pay off in the booming Denver real estate market. That's LearnWithTheAcademy.com. This may not be easy for you to hear, but you might need a hearing device. Do you have trouble hearing in crowds? Has someone told you you have the game on too loud? It could be you're having some hearing loss, and a modern, barely visible hearing device might be the solution. We're not talking a clunky old thing like grandpa's. Visit echohearingcenter.com. Schedule a free hearing test. Then Echo Hearing Center can help you determine if a hearing device is right for you. Listen, if you think you might be having a hearing problem, why not check it out? Visit echohearingcenter.com. A lot can happen in 50 years. First, the Ringbees built rockets to take us to new heights. From the ABA to the NBA without missing a beat. The hallowed halls of the Big Mac. We built a new home for the next era and 10 years of playoffs to a new class of mile-high basketball. It's our golden anniversary. Join the fun because the moments and memories have only just begun. The Denver Nuggets 50th anniversary season is proudly presented by KeyBank and Western Union. What's at Lamar's Donuts that you won't find at any ordinary donut shop? How about gourmet donuts of the highest quality? Lamar's Donuts are always made by hand, daily, with only the best ingredients. And how about this? Come into any Lamar's for a free donut the day after a Nuggets win. Find the location near you at Lamar's.com. Lamar's, where we have simply a better donut. Offer valid while supplies last. Offer does not include specialty donuts. Limit one per customer per group. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Heavy volume around much of the system. Just a couple of problems off freeway. This report is brought to you by Unbound.org. There's a crash in Parker on westbound Lincoln after Jordan and an accident involving a motorcycle at Auraria and Spear. We all got to where we are through hard work and a little help. Open a world of opportunity for a child or elder dreaming of a better tomorrow at Unbound.org. I'm Janine LaRose with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. He throws it to 
Adams back over to Westbrook from 40 feet. Got it at the horn! Thunder steal one from Denver! Wow! Unbelievable. I sit here without belief. I mean, when it's your night, it's your night, I guess. That's an even 50 for Russell Westbrook. The final on the scoreboard, 106 to 105, Thunder over Denver. Why are you doing this to me? Why are you playing that, Jesse? Why, why are you making me relive that day? You wanted to do greatest records and milestones in sports history. That was the day he got the triple double record. Essentially knocking the Nuggets out of the playoffs. You know, even Kaz realized this is a pretty special thing I'm witnessing. <laughs> oh God. That was, that was full tilt awful for the Nuggets that day to yeah. lose in that fashion. To lose to Russell Westbrook, but to lose amid a bunch of fake OKC fans that littered Pepsi Center that afternoon, that was awful. It's all part of the journey, Vic. This is what makes it so, is going to make it so sweet when the Nuggets finally get there. By the way, I'd be remiss if I didn't bring this up. You attended the Avs game yesterday afternoon, correct, HW? Mm -hmm. Yep. Where did all these freaking Nashville fans show up? Where'd they come from? There was so much yellow. And I was walking through the concourse, and it was all these, like, couples that legitimately looked like they had, like, flown in for the weekend. Come well, on, dude. That's what it looked like to me. I get it when it's, like, Detroit people, because, of course, they're moving out exactly. of Detroit. But Nashville? So they get to the finals last year, and now they think they're a hockey town? Nashville's one of the fastest-growing cities in America. People are going that direction, not out of it. So, I, yeah, this no, one bothers me. it looked like they were me. on vacation. Like, honestly, these people looked like they had way too much money, didn't know what to do with, so they just came to Denver for the weekend. Vacation? Yeah, what the hell, dude? Come on, you took a week off. Get your damn pronunciation straight. <laughs> Vacation. Vacation! Thank you. I'll it's not VU. Well-earned PTO. Vacation. <laughs> Come on, man. You know, it's funny. I was, doing some, I was doing some reading on uh, Josh Rosen, mm -hmm. and um, people think, oh, can't go with Josh Rosen. He's a spoiled rich kid, right? He's He's rich. Like, the rich kids can't compete. But I thought of you, because he is the son of two Ivy League parents. And uh, well-rounded parents, very independent thinking. That's why I love Josh Rosen for that for that reason. They, a nice they, compliment. They allow their kids to think for themselves. Did he have a cleaning lady growing up? A butler? <laughs> <laughs> that should be the first question. <laughs> when you enter a room, who was your cleaning lady? Yeah. Did you ever have your cleaning lady yeah. steal things? HW. Uh, nine seven zero disagrees with my power five question of the day. The greatest record in sports history. I still think it's Roger Bannister in the four minute mile. Nine seven zero says, uh, no, no, a four minute mile has happened five hundred and fourteen times. Yeah, since then, since Roger Bannister, before Roger Bannister, it happened a total of zero times. Okay, so here's, I actually think it belongs in a different category. Because it's, it's one of those, uh, it's one of those barriers that people couldn't pass. It is similar to me, uh, as, as Chuck Yeager breaking the speed of sound. Right? Like people, nobody had ever done it. They, they weren't sure what would happen I, I, I to you. I don't even know what the speed of sound is. I mean, now you're getting all scientific. We're talking sports. Chuck Try to bring Yeager. This back to the moon. Again, again, we're talking, this is okay. a sports show. No, no, but think about Chuck Yeager. You get into this experimental plane. They, they have you hanging from another plane. They drop you because this thing can't even take off. You're basically just on a rocket ship 
you hit the rocket, you start going through the through the sky trying to hit the speed of sound. Nobody knows what will happen to the to the plane once it goes through that barrier. Nobody knows. They have no idea. You might disintegrate. That is some brass, you know what? Nobody knew what was going to happen to no. Roger Bannister when exactly. he Exactly. He thought he'd die. Exactly. He there's no way a human being can do a sub four minute mile. He would die. Exactly. And that's why I'm comparing him. Nobody thought, you know what? If you hit 73 home runs in a year, you might die. You know, it's funny. We always think marks and records are unbreakable and just without reach. My brother just texted me this one. Will anybody ever run a sub four second 40? Think about that. Wow. Mm. I mean, four, one, nine, four, two, two. Yes. You're getting in the, I mean, you're getting a in three, the realm. A three, nine, nine, 40. Think about it. You think you'd steal the combine? You think? Shaquem Griffin stole the combine with his 20 reps at the 225 and his 4340. Imagine the first person to run a 39940. Manchester would be pounding the table for the Broncos to draft him. That's actually a really good example because that puts it in today's terms. That's how it was back in 1940s, 1950s when they were trying to break the four-minute mile. It seemed impossible. So it would be like watching people inch closer to the 3.99 and then the day that happens, that's the lead story everywhere. That's the biggest sports story in the country well, that day. Uh, you know, Usain Bolt is a finisher. He hits stride and everybody's slowing down. I saw a big study on this. When he runs a hundred, it's not as if he's speeding up. It's that he keeps his pace throughout the full 100 and the other guys start to slow down. Right. But I'd be curious to see what one of those track demons would run the 40 in on the track. I bet you they'd come close to a 399. They have to. I don't know who's the best out of the blocks. Well, that's, again, that's that's, that's the key coming out of the blocks. That's I bet you somebody would. That's a really good example though. That would be fun to see somebody try and get close to that. A lot of folks chiming in on the uh, text line three zero nine three three. A sub two hour marathon hasn't happened yet, but should happen at some point. Okay, I buy that. Twenty six miles in under two hours, but I can. What, I can what does that. that come out to per mile? What's that's well, one hundred and twenty minutes. Dude, don't start. 26. Stop at the numbers. It's like, you know, hang on, don't don't tell me. Don't tell me. He's doing it in his head. 4.61. But I don't know what that means. 4.61? That means a four and a half minute mile. 430, 436, 437. The entire time? Yeah. That's insane. That's yeah. a sprint. For 26 that's, that's insane. Miles. We were just debating during the commercial break how fast we could go run one mile. One mile. You don't think, Vic, that you could break six for one mile? I don't think so. Not at this age. Again, I think you could. I'm near death. I know, but I think you could. If we just ran one mile, the, the five of us, who wins that race? Well, Me. I would, obviously. I think Marty wins. It's funny you say that. I actually ran a one oh, a mile yesterday just to see what I could do it yeah. in. Yeah, and? Five minutes, 37 seconds. Did you really? Yeah. See, so you're That's fast. why you win. You'd kill us. Didn't feel good the rest of the day, but <laughs> I did it. Did you vomit? I came close. Did yeah. you do that because of the Roger Bannister news? I did, yes. When's the That's last cool. time you guys have done anything athletically that led to vomit? That that seriously was just... Because I saw Jesse vomit at the media soccer game last year for the Rapids. He vomited. He played like four minutes, went out there, ran around. He vomited from being tired? Yes! He ran around for four minutes, hit the sideline, and vomited. That's embarrassing, Jesse. <laughs> How ashamed were you to do that in front of your kids? I was very ashamed, but I wasn't ashamed because I did it on the opposite team's uh um sidelines. I almost vomited over the weekend for different reasons. Uh, my kid and I, we went to go play pickup basketball at the Coliseum with your boy Doug. Yeah. And um oh, 
I'll just reference this. Gordon Hayward and his foot. That was Ooh. your son? Happened to my son, and I saw it happen right in front of me. Gordon Hayward? Oh. That kind of injury. His son, it, I mean, I, I, I'm like, is he okay? Yeah, he's fine. He's fine. It, it wasn't as bad as it looked. When oh. I looked down, his, his foot was backwards. I'll leave it at that. That was a near vomit inducing experience for me. So if you ask the last time I nearly vomited, that was it. Well, that's a whole different level because just seeing it, Anybody. I mean, the Gordon Hayward one almost. Let, let alone your own son. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, God. That's Who was the kid from brutal. Louisville? I can't remember his name. Kevin Ware. Yeah. Yeah. That remains the worst. Uh, make sure the Power Five winner is not a Laker fan. They're playing well now. We don't want to see too much yellow at Pepsi Center Friday night. Good point. Too much yellow there yesterday. Good point. I, I heard that there are so many Nashville fans. Some showed up in Vols jerseys. Come on. If you show up at an Avs game wearing a Vols jersey... That's like next level troll right there, right? That is there, right? so unacceptable. Hey, yeah, I can't afford to buy my Nashville, my Nashville hockey jersey, but I'll show up in my 18 Manning Vols jersey for support. Come on, dude. People keep telling me on the text line that the four minute mile isn't such a big deal these days. I don't dispute that. Of course it's not. It was a huge deal when it was first broken. Huge. Yeah, it was, it was the biggest news in the world the day it happened. Which I will tell you that day in about 34 minutes. John has a great text here. Uh, big barriers or milestones in sports. Guys, we are too close to see the most obvious one. Will any team have as many consecutive great days of practice than the 2017 Broncos? That's a fair point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, coming up in the uh, nine o'clock hour, we will visit with uh, Mark Mosier, voice of the Avalanche. His thoughts on what happened uh, yesterday and what the Avs need to do down the stretch. They're one point behind the L.A. Kings for that final wild card spot. One. Luckily, they have a game in hand on the Kings. Kings won again yesterday. Hey, I forgot to ask you. How did Moj do Friday for the Employee of the Month thing? You nominated Moj for Employee of the Month. How did he do? And, man, I gave a, a, a speech that was leg walled ass. Yes. Trying to put forth the the reasons that Moe should win. Yeah, he he didn't win. He didn't. That is the worst. No, the morning show over at Cool One. I figure. You got the Vic Lombardi show. Up next, not sure. It's altitude 950. I have a feeling this thing's going to go down to the wire, and we got to make sure that we're winning our, our fair share of games here. And every Wednesday morning at 730, Vic Lombardi talks with head coach Jared Bednar. The playoffs has basically already started, and it's really good for our team. They're excited about playing here. There's a buzz back in the building. The Jared Bednar Show, Wednesday mornings at 730 on altitude 950. Veterans, it's time to take advantage of the VA benefits you deserve. Hey, it's Mark Mosher for American Financing, and we thank you for your service and want to see you receive the greatest savings when it comes to owning a home on the land you once defended. When using your VA benefits, there is no down payment or mortgage insurance required. Plus, you'll receive some of the lowest rates in the industry. 
Already in a mortgage? No problem. You can refinance any existing mortgage into a VA loan while receiving access to 100% of your home's value. That's greater than any other loan program can offer. And even though it's called a VA loan, it's available to active duty military and spouses. So you don't have to wait to take advantage of such incredible savings. A salary-based mortgage consultant will listen to your financial goals and will customize a program that fits your needs. Just call American Financing at 303-695-7000, or AmericanFinancing.net, the official mortgage company of Altitude 950. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Hey, this is Jerry from Colorado Off-Road. Riley Dixon, punter for the Denver Broncos. Why do you shop Colorado Off-Road? I've always been taken very good care of. Your staff is always walking around with a smile. They've always helped me out with everything I needed from exhausts to tires to tonneau covers for the back of my truck. Colorado Off-Road has always taken very good care of me. Thanks, Riley. We appreciate that. We always want our customers walking out with a smile on their face, happy and taken care of. Located in Littleton at Wadsworth and Quincy, behind Phil Long. Colorado Off-Road. You're driving, minding your own business, then boom. You're rear-ended. Just another ordinary day for the insurance company, but not for you. You need to know your rights. You need the Bell & Pollock Legal Game Plan. Bell & Pollock's Legal Game Plan gives you the rules, so you have the legal strength to fight the insurance company. Bell & Pollock. Our legal game plan is designed to help injured victims just like you. Find us at championsofthepeople.com. That's championsofthepeople.com. Put our legal game plan to work for you. We'll help you. Hey, guys, listen up. We all love those hearty home-style meals. You know, the chicken fried steak with a huge side of mashed potatoes covered in gravy. But let's get real. We aren't going to just cook that up. That's why I get my home-style meal fix from the Black Eyed Pea. This is Vic for Black Eyed Pea. Try Cajun Catfish right from the south or their turkey and dressing and, of course, their chicken fried steak with home-style gravy. Nine wonderful front-range locations and all locally owned. Great value, great food, and great service at the home-style Black Eyed were you underpaid or denied by your insurance company after that hailstorm last May? Well, you need the C3 Group. They're a team of private insurance adjusters and property claim experts that work only for you, not your insurance company. So don't let your insurance company tell you what they're willing to pay for your claim. The C3 Group will ensure you receive what they're required to pay. Call the C3 Group, 303-670-2710. That's 303-670-2710. The C3 Group, 303-670-2710. Most of the year, my bad credit means I can't get it. But this is tax season, and it's time I got a new ride. So I'm taking my tax refund to Grand Valley Auto, where they say bad credit, don't sweat it. At Grand Valley Auto, they've got hundreds of quality pre-owned vehicles to choose from. Amazing deals, 17 years reputable experience, a full service department, and a free oil change if you mention this commercial. Tax time is car buying time at Grand Valley Auto on West Colfax near Wadsworth and Lakewood. GVALakewood.com. What will you do with your $5,000 bonus? First Transit is hiring full-time drivers. Apply today and get a $5,000 hiring bonus. Starting pay is $15.38 an hour. $15.38 an hour, paid training, and a $5,000 hiring bonus for drivers. Benefits after 30 days. No experience required. Apply in person at the Colorado Boulevard location in Commerce City. What will you do with your $5,000 hiring bonus? Go to work for First Transit. Apply today in person at the Colorado Boulevard location in Commerce City. 
The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Still some heavy volume on the highways and a couple of problems off freeway. This report is brought to you by Village Inn. There's an accident involving a motorcycle at Auraria and Spear and also a crash in Englewood on Hampton just east of Broadway. Free Pie Wednesday at Village Inn makes Wednesday everyone's favorite day of the week. Get a free slice of select pies with any dine-in purchase 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. I'm Janine LaRose with traffic on Altitude 950. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. The message is simple. It's, it's not about Dallas. You know, uh, it, it's, it's about us and remember what we're playing for. Uh, you know, we, we have a great uh, situation in front of us. Right now we are a playoff team. And that was our goal back in September when we convened for training camp at Boulder. Uh, we wanted to be a playoff team this year, and we still have that goal right in front of us. Nuggets are a playoff team. If you missed the Michael Malone interview, it is available on the uh, website, altitude950.com. Nuggets 35 and 28. Hanging on to that number eight seed, a full uh, half game ahead of the Clippers. That's the thing. It's, it's so tight. It's so tight. One through ten. Actually, one and two. Listen, the Rockets and Warriors clearly are going to battle for that top seed. But everybody else, I can't predict who will finish third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth. You can't. It's too tight. I think the key is you want to finish three, four, five, or six. I think you have a really good chance to win a playoff series in any of those four slots. Seven or eight, you mm-hmm. never know, but that's going to be tough sledding. So looking out the front window, because I am the guy who mm-hmm. coined that phrase, look out the front window, not the rear view mirror. And now everybody in, that? everybody in sports media in mm-hmm. Denver is using it, Got a which is cool. On that's, a, that's flattering. It's flattering. Uh, out the front window, uh, objects are pretty close, right? I mean, they're a couple games away from being... Well, they're a game behind Oklahoma City. A game behind San Antonio. Think about that. San Antonio is now the sixth seed. They are that falling. That is shocking. Two and eight in their last ten. They are falling. They're a game and a half, the Nuggets are, behind Minnesota and New Orleans. I'll ask you guys a quick question. Who has the longest win streak in the NBA right now? Houston. Fifteen in a row. Who has the second longest win streak in the NBA right now? New Orleans. Eight. Who has the... Third longest. Portland. Quit looking at the damn standings, dude. Man, good guess. That's good. God, for a while I was impressed. So the really three good. longest win streaks in the NBA, and we're not even including Golden State. They've won five in a row. The four longest win streaks in the NBA, all Western Conference teams ahead of the Nuggets. They keep winning. Houston seems to do this every year, though. Didn't they have like a 22-game winning streak four or five years ago in the regular season? No. They never do anything in the playoffs. All right, so let me ask you. Of the teams in front of the Nuggets, which one is catchable? Which team do you think will fall back to earth? Is it Portland that's won six in a row that just beat OKC at home the other night? Is it New Orleans playing without Boogie? Is it Minnesota playing without Butler? Is it San Antonio playing without Kawhi? OKC, which of those teams will fall back to the pack? Uh, I'm going to go with San Antonio because they been falling back to the pack, so there's no reason to believe that won't change. I think Minnesota is catchable. By the way, speaking of San Antonio, they've lost eight of their last ten. Yeah. And two and eight in their I last that ten. Like two minutes ago. Oh, you did? Uh, I think New Orleans will yeah. fall back. Uh, Portland's the one that worries me. They, they seem to be getting hot at yeah, the right time, and there's right. no reason, you, there's not a reason you would look at it and say, well, they're mm-hmm. gonna fall back, right? What you has gotten say, into them? You could say, well, the, without Boogie at some point, that catches yeah. up with New Orleans. 
Uh, San Antonio and no Kawhi, that's obviously caught up to him. Minnesota with Butler. There's a reason for everybody else. There's no reason other than hope that Portland would fall back. None. How about the point that I made with Coach? And now it sounded like we were whining. And that's again, that's my job. A coach's job is not to complain. Can you please reference that? Can you find that for me, Jesse, when we're talking about the schedule and how the schedules differ from team to team? So the Nuggets are about to embark at the end of this month on a seven-game roadie, two weeks on the road, seven straight on the road, during the most critical time of the year when you're trying to get into playoff position and maintain playoff position. No other team in the NBA has that kind of a road trip at that juncture of the season. No one. The Nuggets are the only one. There are three other teams in the NBA, longest road trips, three games, including Minnesota and OKC. Two competitors in the West. Their longest road trips of the season, I'll say this again, three games. The Nuggets more than double that in late March. Let me ask you a question. How is this fair? Let me ask you a question. How many home games the Nuggets play this season? I know you're going to go all math on me, 41, they play 41. But it adds, let me ask you this question. When you play seven in a row on the road, would you rather play seven in a row on the road or three followed by four at home? Then four more on the road. Would you rather have it dispersed? Well, the, to, to balance it out, there had to be long home stretches too. The, the problem is they they didn't take advantage of those because they lost to teams like Phoenix. Okay, I'll ask you this: now. If you were the Nuggets, would you rather finish with seven at home or with seven on the road? Well, so that's like saying, would you rather have a hundred dollars okay, or a dollar? All right, well then you can't tell me it doesn't matter. Then well, it then, does matter. Would you rather started the year with seven on the road and been in such a big hole? Yes, you, I'd no. rather start with seven on Look, the road than they finish. play forty-one at home. They play forty-one on the road. Dude, that's it's, ins- we should stop bitching about it. I'm I'm going to bitch because that's my job. It's forty-one and forty-one. If you have a long road stretch, then you had a long home stretch. It has to balance. I just don't understand then why don't other teams have similar okay. stretches? Can we talk about the 126 points they put on the Cavs? Hey, or are we going to get to that? Here's the other thing that, that, and I like the way they're playing on the road right now, by the way. Here's the other thing that bothers me about this, Vic. Uh, the schedule, we've known the schedule since before the year started. We all looked at it and said, Hey, they got a tough march. They need to put themselves in a position where they don't have to go five and two on that seven game stretch. They need to make hay while they got all these home games. And they didn't do it as much as they should have, and here they are sitting in the eighth seed, a half a game out of being the ninth seed, what do you mean heading make, into this. Wait, 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 hold on a second. You make it sound as if they've really struggled at home. Dude, they're 24 and 9 at home. I get it, but they, you can't lose to teams like Phoenix. Okay, so you can reference one or two or three I games. I can come up with about that, five. Okay, I'm still talking about a seven game road trip in the most critical juncture of the season, which no other team has to face for no outright reason. Coach Malone said it best. Jesse, do we have it? And they knew it was coming. Hold on. I want you to listen to Coach Malone's reaction to that because he's not going to go as in depth as I am, clearly, because, you know, it sounds like sour grapes, but he's right. It's ridiculous what the NBA dealt this team. So that's really interesting. So when the schedule comes out, I pour, you know, the first rough draft they send you, I pour over it and I, you know, give them our feedback, you know, the pros, the cons. And, and the one thing I will say, there's not one team out of 30 NBA teams that gets a schedule and is happy. It's just an impossible yeah. job. So I do understand that. But when you have the most schedule or games like we've had this year, we've had more than anybody. When you have uh, the fact that we've had a four game road trip, a six game road trip and still have a seven left, and then two teams in your own division. You mentioned Oklahoma City, but Minnesota, both of those teams, their longest road trip of the year is three games, as you mentioned. And that's when you ask yourself, where is the competitive balance? Teams in our division that we're fighting for, fighting with, but they only go on the road for three games. 
and we have a four, a six, and a seven. You know, those are those are the things that make it hard to swallow sometimes. You just want fair play. That's all. You, you just want okay. it to be fair. Fine. Then let's be fair. What's those teams' longest home stand? What's their longest home stand compared to the Nuggets? I don't know. I didn't look at it. Oh, so let's just tell the side of the story that makes you it look bad for the Nuggets. Here, I'll look at it. Hold on a second. Let I mean, it, just it's got to even out. Where's, the, where's the competitive balance? Each team plays 41 at home and 41 on the road. That's the it, by but its definition. It's not, it's, but see here, James, balance. it's not about the length of the trip. It's about when the trip occurs. You, you just keep missing that point. Ugh. If it happens at the end of a season when you're positioning for playoffs, that's a big deal. The one element that I'm happy with, though, is that the Nuggets seem to have figured out this road thing. They've won four straight on the road, so I'm not nearly as scared as I was weeks ago. But you know, it's still not fair. You know, it's the other. You know, there's a benefit in having this at the end of the year. You know what it is? Yeah. You get teams like Dallas and Memphis who've mailed it in. Those aren't those aren't as easy a games in November. They're cupcakes right now. Cupcakes. All right, so your point about homestands, uh, Minnesota, I'm looking at right now, two five-game homestands in two months. Uh, there's two right there. What's your point there? Everybody has long homestands. My point is, is what? the Nuggets, if they had long road trips, they had to have long homestands. They had to. It's 41 and 41. It all evens out. This is a silly thing to complain about. All right, then let's complain so about this, let's complain about all the yellow at Pepsi Center yesterday. Who's played more, who's played more home games at this point in the year? The Nuggets have. Okay, and they're twenty, and they've taken care of the home. They've taken care of but it. But if they're you played more nine. home games, you should be ahead of teams that have played more games on the road. I'm going to ask you one more time, and maybe maybe I should My speak slowly. Maybe I should speak slowly. Would you rather finish the season with seven games at home? Straight or seven games on the road? I'd rather play 82 games at home. <laughs> Answer my question. Would you rather finish the season with seven on the road or seven at home? What, what would you rather do? Seven at home. Okay, but that's that would, it. No. no. You answered that's my question. That's not the full Thank story. You. That Thank would you mean for I the opened the season early in the year with seven on the road and okay. I'd dig a hole. And I'd rather have that. Yeah. Well, you're wrong. I'd, I'd rather have that. You're wrong. I mean, this is not hard. <laughs> this is pretty easy to figure out. All right, what did they do so well in Cleveland? How did they shoot the three so well? And does it worry you that they may go into Dallas uh, heavy on that three? I ball? always worry when they get overconfident with the jump shot. Because that's how they lost to the Clippers. That and the fact they couldn't stop the pick and roll. Don't fall in love with your Jay. Don't go to Dallas tomorrow night and start pumping up threes like your Golden State. Okay, play your game. Play your game. Now, it saved them in Cleveland. 19 threes. Man, if you don't win after making 19 threes, you got problems. You're going to win most games. But don't believe that you're suddenly going to make every three you attempt. That's all. I didn't bring that up with Coach Malone. I guarantee deep inside he's thinking the same thing. And how critical is it they get the three, four, five, or six seed? I mean, how critical? Well, don't you think if you're any one of those four seeds, you can win the playoff yes. series? Yes, yes, you can. No doubt about it. Winning a playoff series, very critical. Very critical. But if you're the seven and the eight, yeah. you can still win it, but you're playing Golden State or Houston. That's a much you, tougher it, it, task. It'd be a lot easier if you didn't have to play seven straight on the road to close the month of March, but somebody doesn't want to believe that. Up next, <laughs> Marty O. Some sugar. Hey, it's Josh Dover here, and I'm going to tell you how to get a career in under a year. And not just any old job. I mean real opportunity to train for relevant, in-demand careers right now. Now more than ever, careers in media platforms are booming, like social media, YouTube, on-air talent, video and audio editing, production, camera, and control room operations. Or maybe you're like me and love sports. Do something more than just watching. Make it a career in areas like play-by-play, sports commentating, sports live broadcast, even host your own show. That's what the Colorado 
Colorado Media School has done for more than 30 years, dedicating themselves to placing more people in rewarding media careers. That's what they did for me. Now is the time. Call them up, tell them Josh Dover sent you, and get an orientation just for calling. Don't wait. Call now, make that appointment, and get that career in under a year started today. Train in just months without decades of debt. Flexible hours and financial aid for those who qualify. Call the Colorado Media School right now. 303-937-7070. 303-937-7070. The road to success is paved with your new career at Brandon Sand and Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies. Construction season is coming, and Brandon is hiring right now. They need Class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brandon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package, including matching 401k. Become a part of the Brandon team. Apply today at Brandon1.com. That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one, dot com. Do you have a hankering for some real, authentic, quality Colorado Mexican food? Make your way down to Rayel de Minas. Experience the ambiance and taste of Mexico with their meals prepared from the freshest of ingredients. And when you're in the mood to unwind, the happy hours at Rayel de Minas will help. Live music, karaoke, and delicious, authentic Mexican food. It's Rael de Mines with four convenient locations. Find the location closest to you and drool over their online menu at RaelDeMinezRestaurant.com. Denver's real estate market is booming, and you may be able to cash in with an investment in yourself and your career. Axiom Academy will train you to be a successful, in-demand, certified home inspector. You could earn upwards of $85,000 a year part-time. Visit LearnWithTheAcademy.com to find out how an investment in yourself can pay off in the booming Denver real estate market. That's LearnWithTheAcademy.com. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain, on sus.net. You can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. The Altitude 950 traffic update. Still some heavy volume on the highways and a couple of problems off freeway. This report is brought to you by Compassion International. There's an accident involving a motorcycle at Auraria and Spear. Also a crash in Englewood on Hamden, just east of Broadway. Food, water, medical care, education, and more is what you'll give to a child in poverty when you become a Compassion Child Sponsor. Release a child from poverty at Compassion.com slash radio. I'm Janine LaRose with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Yeah, I can go on and on about this Nugget schedule. Not only the sole team in the NBA with a seven-game road trip that late in the season. The only team in the NBA with 10 of 15 to finish the season on the road. 10 of 15 to finish the season on the road. The only team. And James thinks it's fair and equitable. Wait, so 10 of the last 15 were on the are on the road? Yes. Okay, so 82 minus 15 is 67. Uh, so that means they played, what, how many of their first 67 at home? And they're the only team in the NBA to have that many games 
at home. I mean, 36 of their first 67 were at home. Only team in the NBA with that kind of disparity. So bad they want to fight your face. <laughs> he loves his numbers. I want to, you know, I want to scratch your face like Sam Rockwell did to that dude in Three Billboards. It's just a, it's a silly thing to do, complain about. Do you about. remember the scene when he scratches his face? I haven't seen the movie. Oh, you haven't seen the movie and no. you're an authority on that stuff? Oh, that's so funny. He goes to an Oscars party, he votes on the winners, and he hasn't seen Three Billboards. Of course, I haven't seen that. Have you seen Shape of Water? I haven't seen that fish porn movie either. <laughs> I did get the skinny on that last night. Apparently, there's like a there's a scene. Come on, dude. I'm not watching fish porn. And it wins best picture. And it wins best picture. That's stupid. That's just stupid. The voters, they lost all credibility. And, you know, some guy sent me, that's just a metaphor. I don't need that metaphor. I don't, I don't need you to sell me a life lesson through a fish porn metaphor. Okay? Interesting direction the show has taken today. I hope Marty's counting this for fact checker because you've said it three times. Do you want to go back and talk about numbers again? By the way, your boy Josh Allen. Yeah. He walked into a meeting, according to Peter King over the weekend, walked into a meeting with the Miami Dolphins, saw Dan Marino, stuck his hand out and said, nice to meet you, Mr. Elway. Really? Yeah. <laughs> a little nervous. Uh, confused Marino with that way. It's okay. It happens. Happens to the best of us. I mean, HW doesn't know anybody that was alive before mm-hmm. 2000. What's the difference? Sugar! Marty, now. Sugar. It's time for your morning sugar fix. Instant sugar high. Sugar high. Sugar hit high. Brought to you by Lamar's Donuts. Going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Woo-hoo-hoo! Sugar slam! Shake that. Going back to Roger Bannister, did you guys see the shoes that he ran that mile in, too? Were they cobble? Like, those Just little... like wooden slats with spikes on the bottom. They looked horrible. I, he must have had blisters. They're not as comfortable as today's modern shoes. No, these well, plush Nikes were treating me well. The day he broke the record, he spent some time at a hospital sharpening the spikes. So and don't give all your good stuff away. He assembled his minutes. own shoes. Can you wait? By the way, 9756, great text. Manchester loves looking at stats numbers for everything except for Josh Allen's completion percentage. <laughs> <laughs> good point. Good point. That is well done. Mm-hmm. Good point. You know, all quarterbacks have a chance to hit 100%. He chose to go 56. He did. That was his choice. He did. He did. Oh, so, but apparently that's a meaningful yeah. stat. That's what, that's what we're, well, we, all, we all know it's meaningful. You're, you're telling me that road splits and distribution of road games is meaningless. So I, I don't know. They what's, all play 41 and 41. But yes, not all play seven on the road to finish oh. the season. Jeez, many Christmas. Go on. All right. Current Nugget Mason Plumley turns 28 today. He, uh, he's, uh, one of, well, he has two brothers and they're all seven footers. And all three brothers won a championship at Duke. Is that an amazing deal when you can say all of us won national championships? That's cool. How'd you do in college? Won national championship. How about you? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a titleist. How about you? Yep. Are his parents like super tall? How do you end up with three seven footers? Yeah, I met, I met his parents actually when uh, I think they live in Indiana still. Okay. And they're not like out of this world tall, but. The three brothers balled, man. Genetics worked out. I could see, like, oh, they produced one just strangely tall kid. But for all of them to be that way, you would think it was like, no, you couldn't help it. The genetics just pointed in that direction. I think Mason Plumlee, by the way, has to lead the league in reverse dunks. He had three more in that Cleveland game. Every time he dunks, it's in reverse dunk fashion. 
By the way, uh, Jalen Rose checks in at number 38 in the Nuggets top 50 count. Saw that. Didn't hit it for you, but Jalen Rose, number 38. You'll have to catch us up on last week because I don't think we yeah. got any. So. Yeah. All that breaking news just slipped through the cracks while HW wasn't here. <laughs> All right, Emmanuel Moutier turns 22 today. We talked a lot about the NCAA last week and uh, the whole Sean Miller thing. Do you think Moutier's journey to the NBA will become popular? How he went uh, to China, got well, a million bucks. Well, th- I drafted? think some of these rules are going to change. HW missed it last week. We played some sound from uh, Josh Kroenke. His plan is to turn the G League into sort of that uh, one-and-done crusher. These guys who are willing to leave school, high school, go straight to the pros, uh, the only option right now is a one and done in college. How about if they go one and, how about they go straight G League? Mm. But to do that, you have to give them a little more coin. I really opinion. like that. Yeah, that's a great you idea. You know, go G League, but you have to guarantee them some sort of draft slot, some sort of draft number, a salary that is commensurate with where you get picked if you go straight to the draft. Short so, road trips. Yeah. You gotta guarantee them short road uh-huh. trips. All right. On this day in 1982, John Belushi passes away. He was like your era's Chris Farley, kind of, wasn't it? Not how it kind of was. He was great in Animal House. My era's uh, Chris Farley was more John Candy, I would say. John Belushi was sort of an era before. Who is your era's Chris Farley? Chris Farley. No, no, he's yours. I'm talking about your era there, Marty. Yeah. Who's today's Chris Farley? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh, uh, Jonah Hill. He's not. He's, not uh, he's funny. Can you go back on PTO? Yeah, can <laughs> And he's lost a lot of weight. Seth Rogen? He doesn't fit. Seth Rogen's a better answer. It's better. Jonah Hill's hysterical. Have you seen Superbad? You know yeah, how, seen you know, yeah, yeah, I like how, Jonah Hill. Here's how, how I would describe. That's actually a pretty good answer. Yeah, I'll take him. One no. word. One word. Give me one word to describe Seth Rogen. One word. Funny. <laughs> Your turn. Doper. Ask me. Sloppy. He just comes across as sloppy. <laughs> Who, what was that movie he was in where he, um, he, he made a baby with that really, Knocked Hop. up. Yeah, knocked. That didn't work. That didn't fit. You don't He's think? way too sloppy for her. He and Catherine Heigl don't no, hook I, up? Come on, man. Give me something believable. No, it's because right. he was doing the dice thing. Dude, Catherine Heigl is not going to hook up with Seth Rogen. If he does the dice that's, thing that's, well that's, enough. That's never going to happen. It ever. was a weird point in her life ever. in the movie. That is never, believable. ever, ever going to happen. Yeah, she was trying to get that, that job is, on Listen e. to me. Listen to me. That's not happening. Give me something more believable. That's not happening. Speaking of... Hard to believe. Did you see? Uh, is it Guillermo del Toro? Is he who the guy who won best picture or best director? Yeah, for, the, for the fish porn. Did you see who was sitting next to him? No. Talk about overchicked. Like that guy. There's. I mean, she's like 30 years younger. I didn't notice. It was a mismatch. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe what if it was his daughter? Maybe we're all in the wrong industry. What if it was his daughter? daughter? Well, maybe. Okay. <laughs> Jeez. You feel stupid. I missed this over the weekend, but 25 years ago on March 3rd, Jimmy V gave us a wonderful speech, and I'll take any excuse to play this clip. To me, there are three things we all should do every day. If we do this every day of our life, you're going to have, what a wonderful, number one is laugh. You should laugh every day. Number two is think. You should spend some time in thought. And number three is you should have your emotions moved to tears. Could be happiness or joy. But think about it. If you laugh, you think, and you cry. That's a full day. That's a heck of a day. You- He's exactly right. And I've made this point several times on the show. As men especially, we don't cry enough. We don't cry enough. I like crying. I really do. I enjoy it. It's an emotion that we, we are afraid of. I don't mind a good cry. When was the last time you cried? Mm. Someone like you probably doesn't cry much. 
Wow, that's I'm just you know, you're, you're you're numbers guy. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't really think of Manchester numbers as a guys don't cry. Yeah, last time you cried at a movie. Gosh, I'm trying to think. I don't know. I I don't necessarily like cry, but like mm-hmm. I get a little misty. Like you know, how it's getting a little dusty in here. Mm-hmm. That happens all the time during movies. Like Lion. That's the one for me. Uh, yeah, here's a movie that I, La most La people probably would not shed a tear over because it's just not that kind of movie. I watched after the Oscars last night. I watched Dunkirk with my son. Great movie. I loved, I loved history movies, and I know people thought it was slow. There's a moment in that movie where I got emotional. When the kid dies? When, not when the kid dies, but when the other kid, knowing how it would affect the soldier, lied about the kid dying. Oh, yeah, yeah. Spoiler yeah, yeah. alert, thanks. That movie's mm. been out for like eight months. Dude, it's actual history. Look at I up. didn't know there was fish porn how in can the shape you, of water. How can, you spoil, how can you spoil a movie that's actually about factual history? Look at, yeah, the, the boat know, sinks yeah, in by Titanic. The way, by the way, the Allies win. Well, it's like the Gen- end of just, American Sniper. That sure was a tough that. one. Allies win. Apollo 13 returns to Earth mm-hmm. when it went to the moon. Go on. All right, 2002, this day, the Osbournes airs for the first time. You guys a fan of that show? No. Dumb. Stupid. This is a great show, yeah. It was kind of like the launch of reality TV. Sharon Osbourne, she's got this show now where she's talking every day. My mom watches it at the house. I I don't... The talk? Is that what it's called? I hate that show. I hate it so much. I hate it so... I I hate it so... I don't know if I hate something more than that. Than the show The Talk? Yes. That's number one on your list. Number one. Number one and number two is that guy who scored the game-tying goal for the Nashville Predators and that face. That beard? That Ellis guy. His face. What do you those hate? Two things Where's Russell most? Westbrook? I'm uh, not near. Right now, those are the two on my list. Visiting team fans or the talk? You can only eliminate one. The talk. <laughs> no, you're so full of it, dude. Have you seen it? <laughs> no. Watch one episode. See if you can get through one episode of the talk. You're a liar. I challenge you. I cha- <laughs> I I I know you. I challenge you to watch the talk this All afternoon. Right. Right. Get through one episode. What's it's been on? There's no way it's called the talk. That's what it's called. It's, it's called the talk. I thought it's it was called CBS. the View. It's a different show. It's, it's the same t- same concept. Oh, same concept. Just watch it. Okay, the talk. Alright, this day in 2010, the Cavs set a world record for the largest gathering of people wearing Snuggies in one arena. It was a sellout crowd and everybody received a Snuggie and after the first quarter everyone was told to put it on and 20,000 people wearing Snuggies. What is a Snuggie again? It's that like blanket with armholes. Yeah, it's like a, you mean a sweater, shirt? a sweater meets a blanket. You mean a sweater? Yeah, it was one of like the worst infomercials out there. It was like, oh, I'm covered in a blanket but I can't reach my remote. Not familiar. It's actually a pretty genius concept. It is. Got a sellout crowd in 2010 when I don't think they were doing too well, so okay. it worked out for them. This is a bad sugar fix. You done yet? I, yeah, we can be done. Yeah, this it. guy died. That was awful. And this was invented. Wow, you, had and all it's terrible. Week, you had all weekend, dude. I know. I the, know. the Osbournes debut. Oh, the Jimmy V speech. You guys gonna hate on that one? Yeah. No, that. But that's not from today. Oh, it should have been on Friday. It seems to me like every week he comes up with a Jimmy V speech, sort of to help redeem himself yeah. in case it's a bad sugar fix. Yeah. Just so he's oh, got something that didn't work today. Something that we can't rip yeah. on. Okay, I, think I did done. watch that entire speech uh, yesterday, though. It, it popped up on my Twitter feed, so I watched his did entire nine-minute speech. It's mm-hmm. fantastic. You know, I got a little misty during that. What's, I just got done reading Stuart Scott's book, and um, I wanted to wait to read it because, you know, we're in the same business, and I... Sort of know a lot of the stuff he goes through. And the book is so powerful when you go back and understand what he had to go through just to give Stuart Scott's speech at the ESPYs. What he had to go through just to be there. Highly suggest that that book for anybody who thinks they're having a tough day. You're going to bring it in for me, right? No, I'm not going to let you borrow it. I won't get it back for like eight months. Nine o'clock, you got the top of the hour of Vic Lombardi Show. 
This has been your morning sugar fix, brought to you by Lamar's Donuts, going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Altitude 950, Denver's All Sports Station. Coming up tomorrow night, the Avs are in Chicago to take on the Blackhawks. Puck drops at 6.30 with the pregame show, Game Away at 6.05. Mark Mosier, the radio voice of the Colorado Avalanche, will be on the call. KSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets, home of the Avalanche. Jokic has come to play tonight. He just does it all the time. Put the team on his back in the fourth quarter. Game Landis Jog is the hat trick for the captain. That's what I like. Three's worth more than two. Denver's All Sports Station, Altitude 950. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Manchester knows how to use Wikipedia and beyond. It's time for The More You Know. Uh, a special edition on this Monday, March 5th, 2018. And the reason I bring this up, actually, I suggested this. I asked Manchester. You know, as much as we hate this segment, because it's normally very boring, I asked Manchester to find as much information as he possibly could on this, because it's such a huge day in history. Yesterday, Sir Roger Bannister sadly passed away. And if you don't know who Roger Bannister is, again, I recommend you go listen to Smooth Jazz. Yeah, no, I would agree with you on that. All right, so I've got some facts and figures on Roger Bannister. Uh, here we go. He was born on March 23rd, 1929 in Harrow, Harrow, England. Uh, a lacrosse company named after that. Really? Yeah. He passed away on Saturday, March 3rd, uh, at the age of 88. Um, he attended in London... This is where he went to uh, undergrad. The name of the college was University College School. Is there ever a more redundant name than that? That's pretty stupid. University College School. They're all the same word. Mm. Un- un- university College School. School Elementary. It's the same. They're all the same thing. I wonder if he took casino management there. I mean, that struck me as a little funny. But then he went to med school. At Oxford. So he kind of bounced back from going to See, university college school. This is much like your Alexander Hamilton. These dudes that went to all these different schools and became doctors and lawyers all at the same time. Yeah. These guys amaze me. I know. How do they, how do they find the time and the mental capacity? All right. He was originally inspired to start running the mile by a guy by the name of Sidney Wooderson. Isn't that Matthew McConaughey's character name in <laughs> whatchamacallit? What's that movie? Days and Confused. Isn't he Wooderson? <laughs> Wooderson. <laughs> it's a great last name. Wooderson. Um, cause Wooderson, eight years after setting the record in the mile, uh, he saw his record broken during World War II. Okay, so what was Wooderson's record? He in was mile? like four and change. So he came back to try and beat these two Swedish guys who had broken his record. Yeah. He never was able to do it, but he did set a new British mark of four minutes, 4.2 seconds. So that was the British mark that Wooderson set. And it was his coming back after World War II, eight years after setting the original record and getting back into it, that inspired Roger Bannister to start running at Oxford in 1946 at the age of 17. Prior to that, he had never put on any running spikes. So he's at Oxford. Oh. He's 17. Now, again, he was at Oxford in med school. Are the spikes was, really necessary? Wait, he was in med school at age 17? I guess. I That's don't know. Ridiculous. I mean, he, how hard could it be to get out of university college school? Mm-hmm. I mean, he could probably breeze through that in mm-hmm. a semester. Uh, so here was the other interesting thing about the way he did this. He trained, he, he hardly trained. He, he, he would do three 30 minute running sessions a week. Wow. That's all he did back then when so he was practice first. wasn't vital. Wasn't his thing. Despite that, he ran a four minute, 24.6 second mile 
1947. That got him an invitation to, hey, you should maybe be on the Olympic team. We could run the 1500, which was the metric mile. It's not quite a mile, but run the 1500. He turned it down in 1948. He said he wasn't ready. He wanted to set his sights on the 1952 Olympics. I almost regret this decision in Helsinki. So he gets all ready for the Olympics in Helsinki where he runs the 1500 meters. Let's go and wrap this up. And he finishes fourth off the podium. Okay. So now you don't think there's any benefit in a silver medal or a bronze medal. Mm-hmm. I think finishing fourth would be worse. So Wait, how many miles is 1,500 meters? It's a little under. It's under a mile. 1,600. Yeah, 1,600 is a mile. Okay. No, it's just under. They everybody was running it in the high, running it in the high threes. All right. So anyway, why would you do? Why would you do that? Why would you run almost a mile? I don't know. Who's doing that? Well, it's not even four laps around the the track. So yeah. why do fifteen hundred? Who's meters? doing this out there? Who out there is living that way? Somebody living that lifestyle, idea. running almost a mile. So after that disappointment, right? Remember, he skipped the forty-eight Olympics to focus on the fifty-two Olympics in Helsinki. Good, well done. Uh, he spent two two months deciding whether or not he even wanted to keep running. Like he was ready to quit. He was gonna he was gonna hang up his spikes and just go be a doctor. But then he decided, nope, I'm going to set a new goal. I'm going to be the first guy to break the four-minute barrier, run the mile in under four minutes. So he had Can two. We take callers during this segment by chance. <laughs> he had two main uh, competitors. Uh, the U.S. had uh, Wes Santee. He ran it in four oh. minutes, two point oh, yeah, five seconds. Hey, that's such an American name, Wes. <laughs> you know. And then Aussie John Landy. He ran it in four minutes and two seconds. So they were the guys kind of vying for it. Then on May 6, 1954, at Oxford, it was a meet at Oxford, so kind of his home track, he almost didn't run because it was really windy conditions. My cousin just texted me, said he went to the other station. So (laughs) 25-mile-an-hour winds that day, so he wasn't planning on running. But he did go to the hospital, put together his spikes, sharpen the spikes, get them all ready to run on this cinder track. They ran on a cinder track back then. Well, what the hell is a cinder track? It's like, it's like, uh, it's like wood chips. Like wood chips. That's what the oh, track was. Okay. Okay. So he goes out. The wind calms down. He goes out. Uh, he runs it in three minutes, 59.4 seconds. So it was six tenths of a second. That he how do they know how sure they are with a hand timed dude? I don't think they Some do. British dude wearing one of those fake wig things. How do they know? So he was the first guy to break the four minute barrier. A little bit like Charles Lindbergh being the first guy to cross the Atlantic in a plane. The record didn't last long. How long do you think he held the record in the mile? A month. HW? Six weeks. You're pretty much on the money. 46 days until Aussie John Landy. Remember, we just talked about him. Oh, yeah. He ran it in 358. Yeah. Then those two matched up at the 1954 British Empire and Commonwealth Games in Vancouver. Later that year, Bannister won the head-to-head all right, so after I'm, I'm that... Not, I'm, at this point, I might flip to the other station. <laughs> As a result of doing it, he became Sports Illustrated's first ever sports person of the year in 1954. Then he retired to practice medicine. He spent 40 years as a neurologist. He also spent two years as a lieutenant in the Royal Army Medical Corps. He published more than 80 papers on autonomic nervous system cardiovascular physiology, and multiple system atrophy. That all sounds really complicated to me. And those are like nine words that I don't think HW would have been anywhere near pronouncing. But at any point... I just wanted to get them all in. Did he have to finish a year with a seven-game road trip? He He became the first chairman of the Sports Council in the United Kingdom. The the main thing he did uh, in that was he was the first guy to put forth testing for steroids. That was what he got going, and sure. their, their council did it. How do we know his 
four-minute mile was clean. I know, I know. And as a result of his work with that group, the Sports Council, he was knighted in 1975. He was not knighted for being the right, first guy to break the four-minute that, That's mile. where I draw the line. He was knighted yeah. for his work in the yeah, Sports whatever. Council. No, no human being deserves royalty treatment. Normally, knighted, I leave so much stuff on the cutting room floor mm. with this segment. That's all I got on Roger Bannon. Thank, thank God. I just wanted to talk about him breaking the four-minute mile. I mean, I don't know about all of that. Cinder blocks. He ran on cinder blocks or something like that. Was well, on cinder track. Uh, the reason Wood I chips. thought that was important, again, we aim to teach on this show. It's not just about spewing stupid facts and opinions and math. But we aim to teach about history and who made sports history. And if you don't know about Roger Bannister, then you don't know sports. He is one of the greatest of all time because of the milestone he set. I kind of uh, look. I've always said that we right now live in the best. It's the best time to ever live. All these people is like, oh, the world's going to hell in a handbasket. It was better back in the day. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. There's no better time to live than right now, 2018. It's the greatest time in the history of the world. I do though. Such a broad Manchester statement. It's argue it with me. Been uh, around for billions of years, but yeah, it's the greatest time I, in the history I, of the world. You know what? It's it funny is. that you said. I have a feeling that people in like. 14 AD, we're saying, you know what? This is the greatest time. <laughs> this is a great time. This is a great and, time to be around. I hate, it. I hate it with the Twitter feed. This is a great time to be alive. I think any time you're alive is a great time to be alive. At the time in 1400 <laughs> AD, it was. This is so stupid. I guarantee you there was some guy in, in Portugal that was like, freaking Columbus. <laughs> he found a whole nother yes, world. Yes. This is a great time to be alive. Exactly. At the time, they were any right. Any time you're alive is a great time to be alive. Admittedly so, but one thing I do think that would have been cool about living like in the 40s and 50s mm-hmm. is maybe even earlier than that. You got to see these achievements that were mind-boggling, yeah. like the first airplane, yeah. the first person to fly across the Atlantic, the first person to go in space, the first person to break. What do we? We, well, we don't see any of those even anymore. Bigger, even bigger than that. Like again, I, I I got a chance to watch Dunkirk with my son last night, and you appreciate it when your son is the same age as those same soldiers who are mm-hmm. sitting on those beaches. As sitting ducks, just place yourself in their shoes and understand what we enjoy today. Just and just, it, it's just a different world. No doubt, no doubt. But think about living in a time when like nobody had been to the North Pole, nobody had climbed Mount nobody Everest. Nobody cares about the North nobody Pole. Had, I just talked about war, and you bring up the mm-hmm. North. Pole. And now he's going to get to the nobody moon. Cares. Nobody had walked on the moon. Now here's nobody, oh, there it going is going to the North Pole. I don't. Nobody invaded the North Pole. It's not like we don't need it. It's there, but nobody goes there. You can have it. Here's what also jumped out at me about Roger Bannister. Similar to Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin, there were scientists who said when those guys stepped out of their capsule and and tried to walk on the moon, that their body would like disintegrate, like they wouldn't survive it. People used to say, doctors used to say, scientists used to say, it was impossible, physically impossible to break the four-minute mark in the mile, and you would die from it. Roger Bannister pushed through that. Just like the great Neil Armstrong. Look at all these people. And Edwin Buzz Aldrin. Texting me right now saying, hey, just text me when he's done. I've got to return all these texts. <laughs> you asked for it, man. You asked for it. You got it. I may not ask for it ever again. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. We're back after this, hopefully. 
950, Denver's All Sports Station. Crackman and Harris. Coming up Monday, Crackman and Harris. It'll be Josh Dover in with Ryan Harris, and they will take you through the sports weekend that was. Where do the Nuggets and Avalanche currently sit in their playoff positions? Plus, what did we learn about what the Broncos will actually do from the news at the scouting combine? Hint, absolutely nothing. Tune in to the Monday edition of Crackman and Harris. Every weekday afternoon, 3 to 6, only on Altitude 950. Capital One presents Da Vinci Painting Mona Lisa. Mona, why are you so unhappy? Ugh, I left my Capital One card in the carriage. Un momento. I can lock it with the Capital One app on my phone. This app, it's a masterpiece. Ah, Mona, that smile. Card lock from Capital One. Instantly lock your card in case it goes arrivederci. Technology this convenient could make history. What's in your wallet? Capital One Bank USANA. This may not be easy for you to hear, but you might need a hearing device. Do you have trouble hearing in crowds? Has someone told you you have the game on too loud? It could be you're having some hearing loss, and a modern, barely visible hearing device might be the solution. We're not talking a clunky old thing like grandpa's. Visit echohearingcenter.com. Schedule a free hearing test. Then Echo Hearing Center can help you determine if a hearing device is right for you. Listen, if you think you might be having a hearing problem, why not check it out? Visit echohearingcenter.com. You know Brakes Plus are the brake experts. Come experience the plus. From batteries to fluid flushes, even engine diagnostics, we do it all. Cold car won't start? Come in for a free battery check, electrical check, and free coolant check. Mention this ad for $10 off a coolant flush. Plus, we have instant financing available. Visit BrakesPlus.com to schedule your appointment today. When America says, give me a break, America comes to Brakes Plus. So you have a hungry sports guy at your house, huh? Big appetite? I got the answer for you, Black Eyed Pea. This is Vic. The dinners at the Black Eyed Pea always satisfy, whether it's the Texas-sized chicken fried steak smothered in jalapeno gravy or the big slab of Cajun catfish with loaded tots. Each meal over a pound of food. It's always a delicious full meal at the Black Eyed Pea with home-style sides, delicious rolls, and cornbread. Full-size meals for a hungry guy appetite. Give them a try at the Black Eyed Pea. Most of the year, my bad credit means I can't get it. But this is tax season, and it's time I got a new ride. So I'm taking my tax refund to Grand Valley Auto, where they say bad credit, don't sweat it. At Grand Valley Auto, they've got hundreds of quality pre-owned vehicles to choose from. Amazing deals, 17 years reputable experience, a full service department, and a free oil change if you mention this commercial. Tax time is car buying time at Grand Valley Auto on West Colfax near Wadsworth and Lakewood. GBALakewood.com. What's at Lamar's Donuts that you won't find at any ordinary donut shop? How about gourmet donuts of the highest quality? Lamar's Donuts are always made by hand, daily, with only the best ingredients. And how about this? Come into any Lamar's for a free donut the day after a Nuggets win. Find the location near you at Lamar's.com. Lamar's, where we have simply a better donut. Offer valid while supplies last. Offer does not include specialty donuts. Limit one per customer per group. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. McKinnon back up top for Barry. Abs are set up. Back to the near side, McKinnon. Walks top of the slot, far circle. Shot, score! Miko Rantanen! Miko Rantanen, the one-timer from the dot. It's a power play goal. And the Avs have taken the 3-2 lead. Unfortunately, they could not hold that 3-2 lead. Nashville... 
rallies to tie the game and then win the game at overtime. We'll visit with Mark Mosier here in about 15 minutes, the voice of the Avs. Welcome back to the Vic Lombardi Show. Um, regarding the Oscars last night, I, I watched the whole thing, and I know you did as well. I did. HW was that guy who went to an Oscars party, started talking too much, and they kicked him out. You know, and you said, why would they do that? Why would they? It's like me in sports, right? It's the same thing. If I'm watching a game and people start walking around and talking, get out. Get out. You, you get out. What was it earlier you said you hated more than anything? Oh, the show, the talk. Yes. I think what I may hate more than anything is people at a Super Bowl party yeah. who just want to gab. Yeah. Exactly. And just, Oscar's party is the same thing. I, my, my daughter had friends over last night. I, I told them to beat it. I was really mean, but I want to listen. Yeah, me too. Me too. I want to hear, I want to hear what's going on. Oscar's night is one of those rare nights where the DVR is useless. I don't like being behind. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want to catch up via Twitter. I want to know you want to be who live. wins and, and how exactly. Yeah. You don't want to be behind. And you want to see night. if there are any of those wacky moments like last year's. Best picture announcement. I like the way they finished it, by it the way. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. Bring, bringing Warren Beatty and Faye yes. Dunaway back out. Hello guys, again. Yeah, that was <laughs> made it three hours longer than I did. Uh, let's be honest. What drags on? Come on. You two come on today like you're all cultured, like you like this. It was well, terrible. No, 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 Speaking no, no, no. of culture, did you hear what I did last week? I may have through the grapevine. He went to go see Yeah, he Hamilton took Marty to me. Hamilton, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He went to go see Hamilton without me. Without me. I think I actually heard that you were frustrated that he was taking the intern instead of It was the best artistic thing I've ever seen. Without me. Seems a little dramatic. Find me something that's better. Alright guys, since this is a sports show, give me the sports (laughs) angle to the Academy Awards last night. Give me the, there there are two obvious sports angles. Kobe went in for best, uh, animated short, I believe, for Love basketball. Animated short film. Deer basketball. Deer basketball. Deer basketball. Kobe going up there and and, uh, so that was one. That's sort of the yeah. obvious. There was another one though. It was, it was um, not a, not a very obvious sports related angle, but I I thought it was obvious. I don't know. Tell me. Jordan Peele, formerly of the uh, Key and Peele show. Mm-hmm. When I think of Jordan Peele, I think of sports. I think of that one bit they did where they made up all those names. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> does, does, don't they have Hilarious. some connection to Von Miller's dance? Yeah, they, they're, that's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That was pretty cool. I've never seen the movie Get Out, but having him up there, I just thought sports. I don't know. You should see it. It's really well done. It was one of the only ones that was nominated last night that I had seen, and I enjoyed it. I saw the post. Gosh, that's underwhelming. The fact that, you know why that was nominated for Best Picture? Because it included what's her name? Meryl Streep. Yeah. But why does she She's sit in the... always in on these things. She's middle front exactly. row every like, year. Dude, I'm sick of seeing Meryl Streep. And everybody talks I about her. I want to see more of that lady in yellow. Who was that lady in yellow that was a presenter? I don't know. Who is that? Does anybody know? Can I get a text, please? Who was that? I said that to my wife. I go, who is that lady in yellow? But Meryl Streep wasn't even good in the post. I haven't seen somebody dawdle around on on film like that since Harrison Ford and regarding Listen, Henry. Everybody wants to hear my power five of the hottest at the Oscars last night. So I'll just give it to you right now. Number one. We're all just waiting. Number one, the lady in yellow. <laughs> you don't even know her name? Number one. Number two, okay. and I had no idea that. Jennifer Lawrence was that tall. She looked like a six eight power forward next to Jodie Foster. Jennifer, I didn't even recognize Jennifer Lawrence. Did you? It was uh, Isa E I Z A Isa Gonzalez. Whatever. Uh, number three on my power five uh, is on power ranking Emma Stone. You've always had a thing for her ever since La La Land. She just she's just good. 
Um, Ashley Judd, who was featured last night. Did you see her? And then, uh, number five, Rita Moreno. Rita. Sneaky. Um, Isa Gonzalez is in Baby Driver. Haven't seen it. Oh, yeah. She plays the wife of that dude in Baby Driver. That's a good yeah. movie. Yeah. That's a good. Well, I she's agree. rumored to be dating hunky actor Josh Dumel. Wasn't he the one that was with Fergie? Yeah. And it's not Dumel. <laughs> Dumel? Josh Dumel. How do you Dumel? pronounce it? He thinks he's French. <laughs> okay. What's your Dan High Note story? Dan do you... He Note Day? He just thought he was French. He tried to go all French on it. How do oh, you pronounce that's, it? That's hilarious. I know who he is. That's oh. not how you pronounce his name? I'm not sure you pronounce it. Du- oh, Dumel. we don't know how Dumel? to pronounce it, but we're going to rip me for yeah, not but, pronouncing I mean, it right. Because you tried to you tried to throw a French accent on something. It's Josh Dumel. It's not Dumel. Yes, it is. No, it's not. If anybody can call the show, 303-753-0950. I guarantee it's not Josh Dumel. Now, I don't claim no how you pronounce it. It's not Dumel. Oh, you're that guy. I don't have an answer. I'm just telling you you're wrong. Let's just close this segment. With, what was the best movie of the year? We all acknowledge it wasn't Shape of Water, okay, even though I haven't seen it. I saw Dunkirk, which was very what good. What was the best? Yeah, remember you talked about that for like two straight weeks? I know. I saw exactly. Dunkirk. I saw the, you know, the, if you combined Dunkirk and the one um where the dude just talks the entire show, plays uh Winchester, not Manchester. <laughs> <laughs> what are you British, talking British, about? British Prime Minister. Oh, yeah, yeah, Darkest Hour. Darkest if Hour. If you combine Darkest Hour and, and Dunkirk and made that one full movie, that'd be a great movie. Because one movie had too much dialogue, the other one didn't have enough. Yeah. Well, and Dunkirk's a little hard to follow because you got one story going forward, one story going back, one story. It's a little confusing. But I think Three Billboards was the best movie of the year. Hold on a second. Did you just go into your microphone to tell Jesse to tell me to talk some abs? I think that just, the, that did, just did happened. You, did you just do that? I'm just curious. You're pointing at HW, yes, by the he way. Did. You're not pointing yes, at so me. He won't answer, but he did. So we're in the middle of our Oscars dis- discussion, and you went to Jesse and told told him to tell me to talk some ass. But you could have just ignored the request, but now you've just told everyone. I mean, Hussie Will's back, apparently. Just for that, I'm not talking ass. All right, continue with your Power 5 rankings. Just do Hamill. Do Hamill. No, I believe it's not. It. It's not Josh do Hamill. I Josh believe Dumel. it's not Dumel, dude. <laughs> Guarantee it's not Dumel. He's probably been on vacation. Uh, a couple things that should be eliminated from the Oscars. I just made a note. Nobody cares about animated feature films. Coco. Nobody cares. Hey, did they Nobody's do, watching these things. Did they okay? do the dead people reel? Yeah, that was sad. I missed it. Yeah. I didn't see it. It must have been like driving home or something. Yeah, that was sad. J- ended with Jerry Lewis. It was. I didn't. I told. And I. This sounds morbid. I was like that. The like, uh, that part. Best, you called it the dead people reel. Yeah. <laughs> the best documentary feature went to a guy, local guy from Boulder, Icarus. We're oh, trying to track him down. You, Outstanding. You recommended that. I wa- I watched it. What'd you think? That is so good. What a turn did that take? Right. Oh my god. You're watching this and you're saying, oh, this is about some whack job who just wants to drug himself yeah. up to see if he can ride the bike faster than others. Wait till you see it. Yeah. Again, Did what the required. hell win anything last night? No, it no, should have. But Icarus won best documentary feature, the Boulder guy. Track him down, dude. Track him down. I've been rather, trying. Rather than talking into your mic telling yeah. Jesse to remind me to talk abs, why don't you do what producers do and track down that dude? That would be great. I've been working on it for all of 12 hours. Give me a break. Um, Foreign language film. I, I, I Again, this is, I don't need, put that in the foreign language category for a foreign language awards banquet. I, I don't need this. In it our was name. something woman, right? Sorry, I, I'm being honest here. Uh, let's see, sound editing, nobody cares. Uh, it was Dunkirk. 
Yeah, but nobody cares. Sound mixing was done, Kirk. I knew it would sweep that. Those are makeup and hairstyling. Yeah, of course. Everyone's wearing makeup and their hairstyle. Yeah, but they made Gary. Nobody cares. Gary Oldman looked That's just amazing. like that, Winston that, Churchill. That was, how much weight did he have to gain for that role? Because when he know. went up there, he looked pretty svelte. Yeah, svelte. <laughs> What's so wrong with that? Uh, I don't know. You know who's? We got the. All right, we got. All right, all right, hold on. We got. We we. This is important. People who listen to the show want the truth. It's not Josh Dumel. What is it? Josh Dumel. It's not yes. Josh Dumel. Thank you. No, it's not. Thank you. No, Thank it's you. not. Google Thank is you. wrong. Thank you. It's not Josh Dumel. Thank you. I, there are so many things in the history of this show that you owe me an apology for. That is now number one on the list. Because I got it right. I swear I to God. It, I swear to God. I saw him on a show. It's not Dumel. You mocked me. Mercilessly I will over continue that. to mock you. There's no freaking it's way it's also Josh Giancarlo Dumel. Stanton, too, by the way. <laughs> Let's take a break. When we come back, and I know we're taking a break early, but HW keeps wanting to go Avs talk. We're going to talk Avs. Well, did you see their one point back in the wild card yes, standings? Yes, we did. Thanks for putting us back on track. That's what you're here for. Lost 4-3 in overtime yesterday. It's a tough one. It was a tough one. I want to get uh, Mosier's thoughts on Couple things. Coach Bednar was happy to get the point though. Happy with his team's performance. They got seven out of eight on this homestand. Miko Rantanen had a great goal to give him a three-two lead. You're thinking mm-hmm. they're going to win 3-2? Do they have to play seven on the road at any point? Jonathan Bernier, got to get an update on him. Up next, the guy who was nominated for employee of the month, but for the eighth <laughs> consecutive month did not win that award. Mark Mosier's next. X Wayne at Aliciousness, Missouri Western State. University. Sequester Grundle Plith, MD. Adam State. It's altitude 950. I have a feeling this thing's going to go down to the wire, and we got to make sure that we're winning our, our fair share of games here. And, and every Wednesday morning at 7.30, Dick Lombardi talks with head coach Jared Bednar. Their playoffs has basically already started, and it's really good for our team. They're excited about playing here. There's a buzz back in the building. The Jared Bednar Show, Wednesday mornings at 7.30 on Altitude 950. Have you heard of thousands of people earning money with a second home companies like airbnb have created a whole new industry for people to tap into the multi-billion dollar industry of renting if a second home purchase has not crossed your mind it should because you could easily make a couple thousand dollars more each month if you list your second home for rent or as a vacation property. Hey, it's Mark Mosier for my friends at American Financing. Real estate has consistently been a great investment, and qualifying for a second home may be easier than you think. Interest rates remain low, and you can put as little as 10% down. That's right, 10% down. A second home could be more consistent than stocks. A savvy investment, if you ask me. But don't just take my word for it. Talk to the salary-based mortgage consultants at American Financing. Call 303-695-7000. That's 303-695-7000 or AmericanFinancing.net. The official mortgage company of Altitude 950. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Hey, it's Josh Dover here, and I'm going to tell you how to get a career in under a year. And not just any old job. I mean real opportunity to train for relevant, in-demand careers right now. Now more than ever, careers in media platforms are booming, like social media, YouTube, on-air talent, video and audio editing, production, camera, and control room operations. Or maybe you're like me and love sports. Do something more than just watching. Make it a career in areas like play-by-play, sports commentating, sports live broadcast, even host your own show. That's what the call 
Colorado Media School has done for more than 30 years, dedicating themselves to placing more people and rewarding media careers. That's what they did for me. Now is the time. Call them up, tell them Josh Dover sent you, and get an orientation just for calling. Don't wait. Call now, make that appointment, and get that career in under a year started today. Train in just months without decades of debt. Flexible hours and financial aid for those who qualify. Call the Colorado Media School right now. 303-937-7070. 303-937-7070. When it comes to learning the facts about Colorado State Tax, there is only one website that has all your answers. Colorado.gov slash tax. It's your free resource to understanding Colorado tax. No need to call when the answers are just a click away 24-7. From filing and paying your Colorado taxes to business sales tax questions and more. Visit Colorado.gov slash tax. Sponsored by the Colorado Department of Revenue, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station. Kevin Flesh here from Flesh Law. You've been in a car accident? You're told by friends to get an attorney. However, the insurance company is willing to settle now. You wonder, will I end up losing money by getting an attorney? Insurance companies want this situation. No attorney and, more importantly, a quick settlement in their best interest. That's where Flesh Law can help. We take away all your doubt and get you the money you deserve. Call me, Kevin Flesh, today at 303-806-8886, 303-806-8886, or fleshlawfirm.com. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Text us at 30933 to join the show. Ellis works it behind his net. He'll go off soon as well, or will he? He's a tireless worker. Forsberg is out there along with Yarncrow. Here comes Forsberg down the right wing of the Avalanche zone. Got around Retton. Forsberg down deep with a shot. Score! Right along the ice and in. It's an overtime win for the Nashville Predators. I don't like the way Moj accentuated that goal. Score! Usually it's score. Usually it's score. Doesn't say another word. We're back with the postgame show after this. I love when he does that. It's like he had not time. He's not going to waste any more time on applauding or praising the opposition. But yesterday was a little different. It was a, just too vocal about that call. Let's go to the hotline, bring in Mark Mosier. Mark, do um, you want to defend yourself? Uh, it wasn't that big a deal. I mean, you know, he made a nice play, I guess. Nice shot along the ice. No, believe me, it was it was a bummer. I just try not to be, you know, I don't want to be too much of a homer. All the oh, I want you to be a homer. You do? Yeah. Well, but, I mean, it wasn't like I was thrilled. I wasn't happy for the guy or anything. Yeah. I mean, don't, you know, don't, don't get me wrong. I wasn't yeah. going, oh, yeah, Philip Forsberg. Yeah. I like you. It wasn't like that. You know what? D- to be honest, deep down, after the Avs gave up that game tying goal, I sort of had a feeling they're going to lose that game because you always yeah, see that know, happen. Vic, that's a, let me tell you something about that Predators team. It's probably, mm-hmm. it's one of the deepest teams in the league, if not the deepest. And again, they're playing without the number one D yesterday. Of course, the Avs are too. But it's a it's a team that's a, it's a it's, they know how you know it's a pro team now you know what I mean it's just a team that knows how to stay in it when they were down three two and they got the extra attacker out there they did not panic I mean they controlled the puck they did it smartly they did everything that a team that's been through a long playoff run would do and that's why they are where they are right now so they're in a really good spot overall and so you got to give those guys credit and if, you know when you look around the, the league it's especially around the division, that's one of the teams that I do not hate. See what I'm saying? I don't hate those guys. And so it's a little bit different. But, I mean, I wasn't thrilled, trust me. You know what I was yelling at the television screen, like I'm sure many Avs fans were doing the same, in those final couple minutes when the uh, Preds uh, took the goalie off the ice and they came full tilt, ah, 
Ice the puck. Get rid of, get it out of your zone. Get it out of your zone. And then you, you just start yelling at your television. If the Avs can somehow win a faceoff late in that game, they win the damn game. But is it me or is they just struggle with faceoffs, key faceoffs in those situations? They do sometimes. And, and here's the thing. I mean, it starts with the faceoff. You're right, but you got to get the puck first before you can clear it, right? I mean, you got to get the puck before you can send it down the ice. Yeah. And, again, the Predators did a great job of, of controlling that puck, and puck possession was key. And, yeah, you're right about that, Vic. It's, I'm not overall concerned about face-off percentage as I am when the face-off takes place and where it takes place. Mm-hmm. And there are, just, there are key face-offs that you want to win. I mean, last year, the Avs were the best face-off team in the entire National Hockey League, right? Yeah, what did get them? Got them, got them 48 yeah. points, yeah. right? So it's like, it's like you know, but, but listen, when you're, when you're in that situation, they've got the extra attacker on, yeah, you'd like to win that draw, yeah, you'd like to bang up the boards and out and kill some time or maybe fling it down the ice and get fortunate with, it, with an empty netter and put it away. You're right about that. But, I mean, it's... It's just one of those things. And here's what I try to do. And I heard you talking earlier this morning about Jared Bednar. And about, and, and I heard, uh, HW talking about it. How he was, you know, pretty calm and he was pretty cool in the post game and seven of eight points on the home ice. If you try to look at the bigger perspective, I mean, the Avs had a really good homestand, you know, and now they got an opportunity here against two teams that, I mean, Chicago's struggling. Obviously, they're going to finish last in the division or so mm-hmm. it seems, if you can believe that. So you go into there tomorrow night and you go into a Columbus team that's not playing great right now. And you got an opportunity to uh, to continue things on the road. So keep this perspective. How about you know what? You lost that one in overtime to Nashville. It's going to torque you off. It's going to hurt a little bit. You're going to feel that pain. It's going to make you that much more motivated to go into the Blackhawks tomorrow night. It's not as much painful as it is unsatisfying. Two entirely different feelings. You know, painful is losing and not getting anything out of that game. At least you got a point. Unsatisfied right. knowing that you had a chance to get two. That's my feeling. All right, so 76. Well, hold on, hold on, real quick. Have you, ever, have you ever sat down? Let me ask you this question. Have you ever sat down? Like, you know what, hey, man, this guy tells me this place has the best Cuban sandwich in Denver. Yeah. Man, I'm going to go get me a Cuban, right? You know, hey, man, I'm going to go. And you get your Cuban, you take that first bite, and you're like, eh, it's okay. It's, okay. Yeah. it's yeah. pretty good. It's sure. not, I mean, you know, this guy hyped it up like it was the best thing ever, like Mama's pasta, right? No, it wasn't that. No, you're right. And that that was the feeling I had, I guess. I was upset, but I wasn't throwing my remote at the television upset. Not, you know, because I know there's plenty of season uh to be had here. Now, of the teams competing for those two wild card spots, Dallas right now with 79 points, they got the seven seed. Kings with 77, a point ahead of the Avs. The Blues there at 75, the Flames at 73. Blues are, Blues are going to be done. Blue, forget. I mean, here's the thing. I don't worry about the Blues. Why? Uh, they Why? Just, they just, well, they just lost Jay, uh, Jay Bowmeister for the rest of the season with a hip injury. Okay. So he's going to be done. They All right, so we scratch them off the list here. Well, and here's the thing. And you're going to face them one more time. And it's, it's still an effective club. But, but I, they, they have the Avs number, dude. That's one of those teams. They have yeah, the Avs number. I know that. Maybe not anymore, though. I mean, listen, the Avs are turning the corners in some teams. Not Nashville, who have won nine straight, okay? Not okay. that. But maybe they can turn some corners coming down the stretch. Let's hope that they can. I focus on the teams in front. The problem with the, the, problem with the Dallas Stars is you don't play them anymore. So you don't have any more head-to-head with those guys. You won the season series, mm-hmm. but you don't get them anymore to make up those points head-to-head. You will play the Kings again, but they got Jeff Carter back, and they're playing some pretty dang good hockey themselves. So it's not going to be easy coming down the stretch here. And the Ducks keep winning. You just hope that somebody has some sort of a yeah. brain fade and falls out. Now, then you look at Anaheim. The Avs are two back of Anaheim, but the Avs have a game in hand 
on Anaheim. A game in yeah, hand on the Kings. They'll go to and they'll go to Anaheim too. Yep, you bet. What about Minnesota at 81? Are they uncatchable, or do you, do you consider Minnesota down the stretch? Because the Avs do play the Wild in that final week, I believe, right? Yeah, there's something about that team that I don't like. They beat up on the Red Wings yesterday. It's a team that's built to go to the playoffs, but it's not a team that's built to go far. That's the way I look at Minnesota. I just don't I don't believe in their goaltending. I think that Minnesota will probably get there, but they'll do what they do every year. They get in, they get bounced. That's that's what's going to happen. I, can they fade down the stretch? God, I would hope so. Nothing would make me happier than to see Minnesota tumble all the way out. But they've got 81, and I'm trying to figure the number, Vic, to get in. Here's what's scary, man. It feels like you need 97, maybe 98, maybe Damn. 99 points. Calm to get down. It's Jeez. ridiculous. I know. I know. Believe me, it's ridiculous. Um, so the Avs embarrass Minnesota, which was great, dude. I mean, that was just sick. Some of the goals in that game, the open ice moves, McKinnon and that top line were just ridiculously better than everybody. But after the, who was it? What member of the Wild, or maybe maybe it was their broadcast team, that called the Avs a one-trick pony. What did that mean? Boy, who did that? I didn't see. Somebody it. referred to the Avs as a one-trick pony, and I don't. I didn't know what that meant. What do you think they were re- referencing there? Probably without Nathan McKinnon, that team is not, uh, you know, is not as good. That's probably what they're referring to. Maybe that's it. Uh, who said? Who said that? It's out there, dude. Trust me. Somebody uh, said gonna, that about gonna, the Avs. I'll, yeah, I'm going to Google that. I'm going to. I'm going to figure that. I'm going to Google that. I'm going to check it out. Well, here's here's what I do know. Uh, I, I don't care. I mean, Nathan McKinnon's your number one sentiment. He's on your team. You know what I mean? And what does it that's, matter? That's, <laughs> that's, that's your right, right. And here's the thing: the Avs aren't as deep as other squads. They're not perhaps even as deep as Minnesota when it comes to the top twelve forwards overall. But they're going to get there, man. They're going to get there. And while you have Nathan McKinnon doing what he's doing, I mean, you know, that's that's great. You look back at those Pittsburgh teams, you know, in Crosby, and then they had ball. What are they? A two-trick pony? I mean, yeah. come on, man. Yeah. Um, a bunch of crap. couple of people on the text line, and I'm sure you're going to reference this. They're in your show. Uh, Varley on that last goal. I don't know if he, I don't know if he fell asleep there. I don't know if he was expecting something different, but a bigger question. It, does he need some rest? Is Bernier ready to go? What, what's the latest on the goalie situation? Well, they're going to practice today. Bernier has been in practice, so he has been taking shots again, which is a good thing. Does Varley need rest? I don't know. I think Varley normally is more, normally really good when he just gets a lot. You know, he, he plays. You know what I mean? He's a number mm-hmm. one, and so he gets in a rhythm. And he listen. He had a good homestand. It's hard. It's hard for me. To, and I don't pretend to know goalies at all, so I'm not even going to to try to get into his head on on that play and what was going on, what he was thinking, and so on. Uh, I'm, I'm sure he would like to have that one back. But you, you know, he played well on the homestand. I mean, overall, I mean, you know, he he won three games in a row there, and then. And then, you know, they, they lost in overtime to the number one team in the Western Conference, you know. And so it's, it's, it's hard for me to get down on Barley and say, well, this guy needs a rest. You've got to have Bernier back. I think Bernier is getting very, very close. I really do. But uh, I'm, not, I'm not overly concerned about Barlamov. I mean, every goalie has an off night and an off day. And, again, I have no idea what, what went on in that last goal. But it's hard for me to put a lot on sending Barlamov yeah. at this point. I just did, I don't think he expected Forsberg to shoot it. I'm looking at it right now. They got a great shot on the uh, sports page of the Denver Post. Forsberg looking at it with Varley trying to figure out how that that goal went in. It was such a weird angle. I just don't think he expected Forsberg to shoot it there. Well, not many guys will take it down the goal line like that and fire from that position. I mean, he's got nothing to shoot at. But Forsberg is a, is an elite sniper. Here's the thing about that guy. McKinnon would do the same kind of thing. I mean, if they see the tiniest of openings when they're really on, like McKinnon, you know, he 
oh my gosh, some of his wrist shots lately. They, he's putting it at the spot where only a puck Dude, can fit, which that, is amazing. Which one was it? The game tying one or I, the one he had from just above the slot was disgusting. It was filthy. Yeah. Yeah, just just crazy stuff. And so, uh, Forsberg, he's got that kind of ability, though, Vic. I mean, he can see that little gap between the skate and the post, and he can put it there, and that's exactly what he did. Now, you could give him that on the rush. You could give him that another 20 times, mm-hmm. and he might fire it into Varley's skate. He might fire it off the side of the net. He might hit the post. He might miss the entire damn thing, but he didn't. He found that one tiny little gap where only a puck could fit through, and and great players. I mean, he's he's a guy that is a, is a you know supreme sniper in this league. Finally, Moj, it's one thing to see Smashville fans show up in their Predators jerseys. Okay, fine, whatever you want to represent. But then I had to see some people show up in their Tennessee Volunteer jerseys because they didn't have their their Preds jerseys. I mean, how that must have just where, where are these people coming from? Man? You saw that, right? You, I mean, come yeah, on, man. I, of course I did. Of course I did. I mean, I, I just don't know where I just don't know where they all come from. Are they coming out to ski and they're going to catch their team? I mean, are they, is it a little vacation time for them? They I, don't live I don't in Arvada. Know. I don't know many Nashville fans that live in Arvada or well, Nashville how, natives. How many, Oklahoma, how many Oklahoma City Thunder fans live in Arvada? That's my question to you. How many OKC fans are in Arvada? Or Lakewood. You know, yeah, hey, listen, uh, yeah, we've, we've been a long time OKC fans. We're from Lakewood, but, but we love us and Russell Westbrook. That's a bunch of punk. Where are these people coming from? I don't know. I don't know. What I would like to do, honestly, is go down and survey. That's what, that should be your next thing on Let's, let's Talk Sports, right? Mm-hmm. You go down and you interview people in Blackhawks jerseys. Where are you from? Predators jerseys, and you go, hey, man, where are you from? What the, why are you here? Are you from here? Did you make the trip out here? Mm-hmm. Are you just visiting? Oh, you know what? No, I have an aunt who lives in Memphis, yeah. but I'm a big Predators fan. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. That's a great idea. Might get me you should, fired. You, you, should, you should do that. What's that? Might get me fired. I, mean, I don't want to be. You don't want to be a costing. No, no, fans. no. But it's, no, I've seen you do this before. You're very civil. You just it's a, it's a curiosity <laughs> thing. Where are you from? Hey, how you doing? How's the family? <laughs> Oh, I see you've got I see you got little Johnny and, and six of his yeah. friends here all in Predator yeah. stuff. Where are you guys from? We're from Castle Rock. What? Yeah. Dude, this is fun, man. Moj, I know you're having as much fun as I am to have both teams in the playoff conversation with a month to go, both the Nuggets and the Avs, dude. This is uh honestly you want them in, but just to have them in the conversation now. I know you're having as much fun as I am. I'm having a, listen, I'm having a great time. And by the way, you know, for the most part, the fans that show up from other teams are, are cordial. I mean, they're, they're great. I mean, Predators say, hey, it's hard not to like that team. What we joke. We year. joke. We have fun. Yeah, we Don't do, take it to heart. Do. Calm down. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. I made the joke on Twitter. Nashville, go home and take your fiddle with you. I'm joking. <laughs> did people get on you? Yeah, they did. Moj, um, I understand that you failed to win Employee of the Month again, even though you were nominated. And there was a passionate speech made by our fearless leader, and uh, you lost again. Any words? Yeah, I'm the, uh, yeah, I'm the Susan Lucci of Employee of the Month, yeah. man. Just hey, stop. by the way, those Oscars last night? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I didn't watch. I didn't watch it. You didn't watch it? Yeah, not we... even, not even, not even, not even one. I don't even know what channel it was on. That's how I. Roll. I'm surprised you haven't watched Dunkirk. You're such a big history buff, especially World War II history, with all your trips to uh, France. I, Dunkirk's I, all I about have, that. I, I have, se- I have seen Dunkirk. Okay. So I mean, I, I've seen, I've seen a couple of the movies, but I. I didn't watch the show. All right. And by the way, uh, I do want to see the uh, the Gary Oldman portrayal of, of Churchill. So I think that'd be that'd be fascinating. I'm a big history guy. That movie bored me. Too much dialogue. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Okay. Way too much dialogue. But whatever. Moj, talk to you at one o'clock this afternoon. Uh, actually, I'll be on the on the flight to Chicago, so I'll talk to you tomorrow at one o'clock from Chicago.
Oh, I didn't know that. Thanks, buddy. See you later. Good talk. Good Bye. talk. Bye. HW, who's filling in for Moj today at 1? Uh, I will get you an answer. So right now, as of right now, we don't know who it is. Let's see if Manchester knows. Manchester, who is filling in for Moj today at 1 o'clock during the course of his show from 1 to 3? Do we have that answer from you? Today? Yeah. <laughs> you may have just thrown it. HW, do we know? Do we know yeah. who's talking I'm, into the microphone? I'm coming back from some well-earned PTO. It's uh, Danny and Chella. Oh, okay. By the way, real quick, Vic, we have another VIP contest. Every time you hear Nathan McKinnon's snipe against the wild, be the third caller, 303-753-0950. Pair of tickets to Colorado, Los Angeles, March 22nd. As soon as you hear that, 303-753-0950, get this. Zamboni ride on the line nice. as well. Ultimate as VIP experience. Dude, that snipe was filthy, too. Well, we haven't played it yet, so uh code, you could be our first qualifier at some point in the next 15 minutes. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. Final segment coming up. If you're looking for any off-road accessories for your truck, car, SUV, Colorado Off-Road is the place to go. Hi, I'm Riley Dixon, punter for the Denver Broncos. Hi, Jerry Jones here from Colorado Off-Road. Hey, Riley, I know you got a new truck coming in. What would you like to see on that new truck? I'm hoping to put some 37-inch tires, a leveling kit, possibly a bed cover. Leave it in our hands. We'll get it looking good and to your satisfaction. Colorado Off-Road restyles your ride. In the Littleton at Wadsworth and Quincy, behind Phil Long. Colorado Off-Road. Nick Backridge here from Sus Buick GMC. We know you can buy a car or truck anywhere. We all pay the same price for new vehicles. But at Sus Buick GMC, the difference is the people. No loud screaming out low payments with misleading and confusing disclaimers and fees. At Sus, we don't have any fees, just the price plus tax, that's it. Those are the numbers. Sus Buick GMC, selling new Buicks and GMCs and the best pre-owned selection around. Real people, real prices, go figure. Sus Buick GMC on Havana, Mississippi. Visit us at sus.net. Paulino Gardens, grower of the finest vegetable plants, welcomes you to their beautiful garden center. You'll find a wide selection of quality trees, shrubs, rose bushes, and perennial flowers, friendly, expert advice, and family-owned since 1962. Paulino Gardens, 6300 North Broadway in Denver. Were you underpaid or denied by your insurance company after that hailstorm last May? Well, you need the C3 Group. They're a team of private insurance adjusters and property claim experts that work only for you, not your insurance company. So don't let your insurance company tell you what they're willing to pay for your claim. The C3 Group will ensure you receive what they're required to pay. Call the C3 Group, 303-670-2710. That's 303-670-2710. The C3 Group, 303-670-2710. The Army National Guard is committed to keeping the country safe and our communities secure. Composed of hundreds of thousands of citizen soldiers from all walks of life and in every corner of America, the Guard is always ready to respond to local or national emergencies. The Army National Guard reacts to domestic operations in each of America's 54 states and territories, including Puerto Rico, the Virgin Islands, Guam, and the District of Columbia. Each state National Guard's unique domestic role is to act as the first line of defense in support of civil authorities in their state. The Guard's emergency responses include Search and rescue missions for floods, combating wildfires, hurricane and tornado recovery, and the presidential inauguration. The Army National Guard. We are always ready. We are always there. And in every state and territory, we stand guard for our communities. To learn more, log on to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station.
What will you do with your $5,000 bonus? First Transit is hiring full-time drivers. Apply today and get a $5,000 hiring bonus. Starting pay is $15.38 an hour. $15.38 an hour paid training and a $5,000 hiring bonus for drivers. Benefits after 30 days. No experience required. Apply in person at the Colorado Boulevard location in Commerce City. What will you do with your $5,000 hiring bonus? Go to work for First Transit. Apply today in person at the Colorado Boulevard location in Commerce City. A lot can happen in 50 years. First, the Ringbees built rockets to take us to new heights. From the ABA to the NBA without missing a beat. The hallowed halls of the Big Mac. We built a new home for the next era and 10 years of playoffs to a new class of mile-high basketball. It's our golden anniversary. Join the fun because the moments and memories have only just begun. The Denver Nuggets 50th anniversary season is proudly presented by KeyBank and Western Union. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Intercepted by Barry. High slot, rinse it in forward side now. Fox it and shoots and scores! Nathan McKinnon! He sent the laser right past Dubnik's ear inside the far post. Altitude 950 wants to send you and a guest to see the Avs take on the Kings March 22nd. We want you to do it in style with another Ultimate Avs VIP experience. All this week, listen for Moj's call of Nathan McKinnon's snipe against the Wild. You just heard it. Third caller, 303-753-0950, and you're in the running to win those tickets. The winner of this contest will not only receive tickets to the game, but will get to ride on the Zamboni at Pepsi Center during intermission as well. Call now, 303-753-0950 to get qualified. Very nice. Uh, by the way, congratulations to the DU Pioneers basketball team. They won their first round game against Oral Roberts in the Summit League uh, tournament. This is that time of year where all craziness happens. You see how Radford qualified for the tournament on a buzzer beater? So you got teams qualifying. DU has to win two more, but they won in double overtime, 90-88. So we're still referring to them as the Pioneers. We're not just calling them the University of Denver basketball oh, team. Don't, don't get me started. This I, I saw something Saturday night that made me so mad so, uh, during the Nuggets game. I'm at the Altitude TV studios, and we're broadcasting the hockey game as well. Now, a group of students protesting at the game. Yeah. Protesting the Pioneer mascot and logo and nickname and all that business. We've talked about this on we the show. Have. We have. But when you see it, I, listen. I'm done, man. I, I, I'm done. I, I like, I'm a, out. I like a good protest. Even if I don't agree with the, the their stance, I like a good protest. It the seems right, the American way. Yeah. This is silly and stupid, and it undermines people who are really protesting about things that are important. I'm out. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I just I, I actually did bring it up just to push your button. I know you did. By the way, it distracted me Saturday night. I'm I'm in the middle of my freaking post game show. I know for the Nuggets game, and I see this, and I just I like, come on, man. By the way, what percentage of people have told you via text or a uh, personal phone or text line or on Twitter that I pronounced Josh Dumel's name correctly? What percentage? Well, your original pronunciation was wrong, but that no. last pronunciation it was right. You, yeah, your original was Dumay. That's not what I you said. You went a little too yes, fancy. You went on it. Way Jesse, too I want to hear my pronunciation of Josh Dumel originally when I was talking about Isa Gonzalez. It may be I, coming up in the fact checker. We'll, okay, we'll let you know. I freaking nailed it, and I'm a little upset that you just won't even apologize. He always pronounced it with an "l" at the yeah. end. Larry, yeah, Larry from you. Aurora says you're both wrong. It's Dumel, not Dumel. 
Demel. Oh, Larry. And it's certainly not Duhamel, as I said. <laughs> I don't know why we went there anyway. Larry. Oh, stupid. Uh, what's happening tonight in sports before we say goodbye? Anything? Well, the Nugs aren't playing. The Abs aren't playing. DU's playing basketball. I just mentioned DU. They're in the um, second round of the summer. Did you guys season. know Selection Sundays in six days? That's kind of yeah. weird. Yeah. Mountain you, West men get started uh, Wednesday. When's the Pac-12 tournament get started? Got to be about Wednesday. Wednesday. Oh, I heard you talking about your guy Chad last week. Yeah, yeah, boy. They're really having a bang-up year. 16 and 14 now heading into this tournament. Are they going to get any sort of postseason? No. Is Not even like, isn't that like the CIT or something? Who cares? You're either in the NCAA tournament or you're not. Okay, so there's an NHL game that will impact the Nuggets, Portland at the Lakers. That's an NBA game that yeah. impacts. The so Nuggets. go Lakers. That's weird to say, but that is the correct rooting interest yeah. tonight. Is there anything on the NHL docket that affects the Avs tonight? Let's take a look here. Uh, tonight's uh, the uh, Pittsburgh Calgary. That's a game that affects them. It's the finale of The Bachelor tonight. I haven't gotten into this one. Any good? I don't Dallas, know. Is this the one with Ari Dallas, Leyendijk's kid? Dallas, Ottawa affects the, the race car driver. Yeah, Ari Leyendijk. Yeah. Former Indy know. five, former Indy 500 winner. I know him as the race car driver. Again, Vic, could, if I named somebody that was, won the Indy 500 before you were born, would you recognize the name? Of course. Okay. But that's when it was a factor. That's when it was a, on the sports conscience. Now the Indy 500 is just, eh. Nobody cares anymore. Would you want to go to it? Eh, just a curiosity's sake, not for sport. Just like the Kentucky Derby. I don't want to go to the Kentucky Derby to just say, oh god, I'm gonna go watch sports. I'm going to the Kentucky Derby. I know, this year. but it's not a sports Wait, thing. It's are? an event thing. Yeah. Did we know this? I don't know. I'm you know don't, I, I normally don't run my entire itinerary by you guys for the year. <laughs> what are you gonna do, like a mint julep? Heck yeah. Yeah. That the, that's got whiskey in it, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying I'm kind of jealous. Uh, we got somebody on, uh, calls himself 950 fact check fact checker <laughs> on Twitter. Wait a minute. Yes, he's taking Marty's Isn't job. that Marty's yeah. role? Josh, he's the 950 AM fact checker on Twitter. Oh, he says, Bannister breaking the four-minute barrier was one of the most overrated milestones in sports. At the time, the record was 401.4. Bannister broke it by two seconds. His record lasted 46 days. Someone likely would have broken the record before he did. Well, they didn't. Hey, fact he checker. Thanks for telling me it was 46 days later. I had that, yeah. and the more you know, it was broken by John Landy from Australia. He ran it in 358. But then he says, plus, Bannister cheated. He had four guys pace him for a lap each. They hung back at the start and waited for him to come around. That tactic would disqualify his record today. Oh, gee, many Christmas. I don't care. I don't care. But there are certain people that just want to just want to make everything that happens Bad. They just want to take it and they just want to rain on every parade. Why can't people be more positive? By the way, Josh, we have our own fact checker and his name is Marty O. Marty monitors the mistakes. Oh, sorry. That's not right. In today's fact checker. That's actually me. I just like to troll you guys on Twitter. Oh, I, I like that. That, that. that would be a power move actually by you. All right, we talked a lot about Roger Bannister uh, today. Vic came up with a little nickname for him. Let's take a listen to that. Yesterday, one of the greats of all time, Sir Roger. <laughs> <laughs> Just save time there. Just combine yeah. them. That's not bad. Combine the names. I, I missed that the first time around. That's That was good. That's funny. All right, great to have HW back. He always makes this part of the show easier for me. He went uh, classic HW early. Let's let's listen to this. This no, one it looked like they were on me. vacation. Vacation? Yeah, what the hell, dude? Come on, you took a week off. Get your damn pronunciation straight. <laughs> vacation. Vacation. Yeah. 
Want to give it a go? Took, uh, give it a shot. Yeah, it's vacation. Vaca- vacation. <laughs> Do you ever go on vacation for Thanksgiving? Uh, well, you're going to the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> that sounds like vacation yeah, it, to me. It's almost... It, you almost like feel entitled that you don't have to pronounce certain letters. Yeah. It's an entitlement thing. Like, I'm bigger than that. Maybe, I can do what I want. Maybe if you have a butler to pack your bags, yeah. it is a vacation. Yeah. Uh, we had a bit of a problem describing the guy named Josh. Let's just take a listen to it. Josh Duhamel. Duhamel. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not Josh Duhamel. I Josh believe... Dumel. It's not <laughs> Dumel, dude. <laughs> Guarantee it's not Dumel. <laughs> yeah, the apology anytime, Victor. No, not anytime. It. Josh Dumel. He, he did kind of that. Did kind of say Dumel hey, instead of Dumel. Nobody listens to Google for pronunciations, okay? All right, Google doesn't. Google doesn't know everything. Man. All right, Vic set a world record today. Uh, nobody in the history of sports radio has said the term fish porn seven times in 15 minutes. So, Vic, congratulations. I'm sure you get a certificate from the Guinness Book of World Records. I'm going crazy. Of course, referring to the shape of water. I was going to say, do we need to provide a little bit of context here? Former employee of the month, Vic Lombardi. I'm not going to see the movie. You're not going to, Hollywood, you're not going to guilt me into seeing a movie about a lady falling in love with a sea creature, a mythical sea creature at that. I can understand if it were a real sea creature, like if it were a shark or a whale, it's a fish guy. Did you see Splash? That was a comedy. Oh. That was funny. I'm just trying to figure out where your, like, line is here. And then recently Vic got his sports confused. Let's take a listen to this. Okay, so there's an NHL game that will impact the Nuggets. It will. It will impact the Nuggets. There is an NHL game that will impact the Nuggets. It will. Yeah. If the Avs make the playoffs, it will impact the Nuggets. Because then they have to share Pepsi Center and they have to figure out the schedule. That that will impact the Nuggets. That'd be great. I'd love to talk about a problem you'd like to have. And that's all for me, fellas. Well done today. Nice. Congratulations. Good job, Marty. Marty. Before we say goodbye, let's fire up the fired up finale. is the Fired Up Finale. Here's what's got us fired up today. The epitome of mediocre is Case Keenum. He's just another guy who, you know what? He's going to look good at the chalkboard, but what does he do great? What does he do exceptional? What does he do that makes him jump off the film or jump off the page? Nothing. We've had two years of that. I don't want to sign up for it. Again, especially at $18 million a year. What's the knock on Josh Allen? Yeah, okay, you know, his, his completion percentage wasn't great at Wyoming, but if you watch his highlight reel, which I've told you guys to do multiple times, he does things where you just go, oh my God, there aren't that many guys in the league who can make that play. What's the knock? Well, he's just, he's tall, just like Brock and just like Paxton. So let's not go down that path. That's like saying, nope, I'm not going to date Mila Kunis because I dated Alyssa Milano. It didn't work out and I'm done with brunettes. That is the dumbest logic ever. I'm off for the rest yeah. of the week. I'm not going to top that. So, taking the week off. My favorite text of the day. Thank you, texters, for uh, sprinkling in some color on this show. Uh, somebody's texting, did Manchester really just lament that more people aren't positive? <laughs> <laughs> that was like the one who called him out about his, he likes numbers, except for Josh Allen's 56% completion percentage. So, some good ones today. Yes. I like numbes. numbers that matter. Up next on the Altitude 950 lineup, you got an Julie. audible on that, by the way. Okay, Julie Brownman and Scott Hastings, what, they're not together? No, they are. They're just okay. going to talk to Ryan Harris at 11 o'clock. Oh, okay, so not so together what, you have listed here. Yeah, what's on your rundown? Uh, why am I bothering with this rundown anymore? Let me just... 
We'll see you tomorrow morning, sports fans. Thanks for listening. Altitude 950. Rewind. You know, uh, I joked with our guys tonight. You know, uh, I think I understand our players' mindset. You know, we, we don't play defense for three quarters to set teams up. And when the fourth quarter of the game's online, we just, you know, we break it down and we catch them off guard. And for the first half of the season, we just set teams up on the road, Chris. You know, now we're a team that just is on fire on the road. I don't know what it is. I think it's such a number of things. Uh, confidence. Uh, I think our guys understand because even before these four wins, uh, we had lost a couple of real close games, games that we were in. And uh, right now, I think there's a great belief in our locker room. And uh, I love the chemistry. I love the vibe. And I love the fact that we're doing it as one collectively. And that's the most important thing about our team right now. Altitude 950, Denver's All Sports Station. Coming up tomorrow night, the Avs are in Chicago to take on the Blackhawks. Puck drops at 6.30 with the pregame show, Game Away at 6.05. Mark Mosier, the radio voice of the Colorado Avalanche, will be on the call. The KSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets, home of the Avalanche. Yeah, Harris for a three. Got it again. Oh! Oh! Man, on fire tonight. Oh, got a thing of beauty. you got to be kidding me. Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. <laughs> Live from the Altitude 950 studios. Scott Hastings, Julie Brownman. Oh! Hastings and Brownman starts now. Your construction. All right, sometimes they give you this thing called a weekend. They tell you to go off and relax for a couple of days, and then, boom, get back for the week. And you're like, really? That was a weekend? That? That was a weekend? Didn't have one of those weekends. Scott and Julie with you, Altitude 950. It's a Monday morning. Woo! Partner back there. Back there, back there in Denver. Hi, partner. Hi. Get the FaceTime rolling right now. Hope you had a wonderful weekend. Abs and Nuggets. Uh, Nuggets had a great weekend. Abs, yeah, okay, I guess, right? Well, I'll, I'll let Julia, because she went as a fan yesterday to that Avalanche game. I'll yeah. let her tell me how the Abs weekend went. I'm a little disappointed. Okay, so let me. But just... I don't know if I should be or not. So this is, I sat, this is something I wanted to share with our audience and you guys. I really? sat up really? in the 324 oh. yesterday. Uh, so second level? Third level. Th- oh, so like, okay. Which is well, cool. The second level is the ones where the cool little boxes and seats are, though. Right. But I was, I I mean, was those third are sweet. level. Those, those are nice levels. Yeah, those are pretty nice. I mean, it's yeah. all it's all a good seat because of that 